It was so strange hearing Shepard's voice in the mouth of that creature last night. I think as she was dying, part of her mind became part of the creature that was killing her. Imagine dying frightened and in pain and having that as the only part of you which survives. I wouldn't like that at all. members. I'm Kate. And I'm Ariana. And welcome back to the Nightlight Horror Movie Club. We are having a very special episode, which I say every episode, but this time I mean it the same as I do every episode (laughs) in that it's a movie and we're talking about it and that's special. Is that very special? It's special because I have been requesting this movie since like two months into when Kate started this podcast. It's special because Ariana and I both want to talk about this movie and have wanted to talk about this movie together for two years. But all we've done, because we've known that this episode was coming, we were optimistic. We never thought the day would come. We never thought this day (laughs) would come. But out of sheer optimism, we never talked about it to each other. All we would say was the bear and be like the bear. Let me go ahead and read a text from 2019. No, you do not still have a text from 2019. I have it. I have it. We've talked about Annihilation so many times, by the way. (laughs) When I searched it on my phone, there's so many texts about Annihilation. Okay, maybe we've talked a lot about it, actually. (laughs) (laughs) Kate's like, I don't remember what I've said to you. I thought we were using restraint. I guess we weren't. Here we go. Here we go. February 23rd, 2019. I said, also, Annihilation is something to consider for your podcast. Not classic horror, but might be a good way to diversify. Uh (laughs) And Kate says... Annihilation is a blank movie, in all caps. I left out the word because we're trying to keep it secret. Oh, shit. (laughs) And then I said, dude, it's one of my favorites for sure. I don't care. I'll give it away. And then she was like, no one talks about it. The bear thing scares the shit out of me. (laughs) Okay, so that is what I remember. I remember being like, we should talk about Annihilation, the bear. Literally, February 19th, which is four years ago. Oh, my God. I like how I like Ariana, like whenever she was just listening and she was just a club member being like, hey, this would be a good idea. And then she's like, we need to fucking do it. And I don't care if no one votes for it, but we're putting it on the fucking poll (laughs) and it's going to win. And then you put it the first on the poll so that people would pick it first. (laughs) Yes. Yes. So if you guys are Patreons, you voted in this week's and it was like a pick as many as you want mm-hmm. just because we wanted to do something different. And I was like, I'm going to be secret and like put this number one on the list. Cause I feel like people will always pick the first one on true. a pick whatever you want list. And it actually won it only by a little bit though. It worked, but it, like it was close. It was really close. Yeah. I think it was like two votes or something. Pearl lost to this one by two Pearl votes. Pearl lost by two votes. So I, I think that people might've already guessed it. Cause I did post on Instagram with the poll. Cause the poll was annihilation, obviously Pearl killing of a sacred deer and men. And people, I was like, guess which ones each of us picked. Kind of a trick question. Oh, God. I'm sure they guessed wrong. They guessed right, actually. <laughs> most, most people oh, really? got it. Yeah. So why don't you just go ahead and tell them? <laughs> so I was Annihilation and Killing of a Sacred Deer. Depression horror. Yes. It was because I've been wanting to do Annihilation forever, and 
I wanted to do a movie I've never seen before, but I thought I would like, mm-hmm. and I thought Kate would hate. Killing my sake. I've seen it, and you haven't seen it. Oh, you have? I've seen it, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay, okay. I've seen it. I've seen all the movies in that, I mean, all the movies in this poll. Oh, shoot. Okay. Uh-huh. Well, then you picked men and pearl yes. and i want to watch both of those and after you picked men i was like damn i hope men wins <laughs> because i've been wanting to talk about men since i saw it but i know no one else wants to we talk have about to it talk about no one else wants to talk about it well i didn't i did not think annihilation would win i think i think it's been on a poll before oh yeah it has it ha- yeah. yeah and so i re- i didn't think it would win so whenever you suggest annihilation i was like oh shit i hope annihilation wins <laughs> We, yeah. we switched, but I, I'm really excited to talk about this movie. You've seen it before once, so this is your second viewing. Oh no, I've seen it many times. Oh shit, really? Oh yeah, I've seen this movie like with. It's one of those movies that you like watch with friends that you think would like it. So I've seen it like with five separate groups of people. Oh, that's very. So this to me is a movie that you watch like alone. You can watch it alone, but in the dark. I watched it most recently with Rachel, who had never seen it before, and I was really excited. What'd she think? I don't know. I think she's still processing it because it is pretty heavy, but in the same way, very light. <laughs> <laughs> it's heavy, but it also is not heavy. You'll be fine. Yes. I, I, I will say this movie, um, not very, very many movies give me nightmares. This movie gave me nightmares, and it did it again last oh, night. Oh, did it? Mm-hmm. So Is it the bear? It's the fucking bear. So for people who don't think that this is horror, because that's another thing is we, and we've talked, we talked about this a lot with the science episode, but a lot of people think that if something isn't, is if something is sci-fi, then it can't be horror. Like it's one or the that's other. Dumb. And Ariana and I, yeah, we very much disagree. And we, both of us, I think quite like sci-fi horror. I think that's safe to yeah. say in general. I know that we both fucking love Arrival. Yeah. And I, I do, you love contact, right? I talk about contact a lot. I've never seen that. It's a little dated. <laughs> like 90s oh, Carl yeah? Sagan adaptation, but hmm. I, I really like it. Um, it also has, it's um, Jodie Foster. She's the main character. Oh, maybe you shit. would like okay. it. Maybe you would like it. It's got some Jodie in there, <laughs> but Nick, my husband is like obsessed with sci-fi, like obsessed. Like that's yes. all he wants to watch. He just wants to watch sci-fi and listen to EDM. That's it. <laughs> that's, his, <laughs> that's all he wants to do. So he, I, he picked this movie for me and I was like, I'm not so sure if this is a horror movie. Oh, really? Yes. Wait, like when you first saw it, he was like the one who told you to watch it. Yes. Oh, love that. Nick picked this and he was like very excited to watch it again. He was so excited that it won the poll. Um, Yay, and he got to watch Nick. it again. Yeah, he was so happy. But I absolutely think that this is a horror movie. What do you think? Oh, I mean, for one thing, it is classified as a horror movie. Like when you look it up on the internet. Is it? They do say it's a psychological horror sci-fi thriller film like it could be classified into a lot of different ones but there is very strong fear-based scare tactics in this movie i was scared just because it's not terrifying doesn't mean it's not a horror movie it gave kate nightmares it sure did i i thought about this last night when i was like i'm gonna have to defend myself to someone someone's gonna write in and be like that's not sci-fi you know that of course you do the episode um from the scene from the office where michael's like i'd like to report a hate crime and he's like, that's not a hate <laughs> yeah. crime. And he's like, well, I hated it. I hated it. That's how I feel about this. I'm like, well, it horrified me. So yeah, yeah. I was horrified. This is a horror. Well, I guess we can pick a film genre now. If you had to pick, we've talked about sci-fi, psychological thriller, horror. What is your film genre? And yes, there is a correct answer. There is. Oh, damn. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't get the correct answer. But the only other one that we haven't talked about yet is creature feature. And that's because there's a pretty intense creature. Well, multiple, I think, in this movie. And that's a lot of where the fear based 
like scenes come from, I think. I, yeah. I mean, there's a couple, there's multiple, there's one main one. So I guess you could call yeah. this a creature feature. You know what? I'm going to rewind it, reminding it. Spoiler warning. <laughs> We're going <laughs> to spoil this movie. Um, and it, it is, I'm also going to spoil the book cause it's based on, uh, the, uh, for the first novel in a trilogy. And, uh, why don't you give us just like a quick teaser a little taste a teaser a appetizer all right i got a great teaser for you Already. natalie portman does magical science things yes yeah that's about <laughs> that is correct correct answer that's my teaser she does <laughs> she sure does some magical science i i would call this five female scientists of varying capabilities and intelligence all yeah <laughs> i don't think i do not think that they are all equally measurable i'm just saying i agree they're not all the same they are not all equally good at their jobs um go into mm. a supernatural event that has been sectioned off by a section of the government to explore an a supposed extraterrestrial force yes that's what it is right that's a great teaser. Yeah. Okay. 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 Secret zone. A secret supernatural area extraterrestrial. X. Area X. That's what it's called. And I love that. Yeah. I love the drama. <laughs> they just went for they it. They just went for it. I, I appreciate that. Um, and if so, if you had to pick a genre, which we've said there's many. If I had to commit, I'd say psychological horror. Psychological horror. Okay. I'd, I'd probably go with bear horror, um, but that's just me. I don't know if I've mentioned the bear a couple of times yet. The bear is pretty freaky. The bear is terrifying to me and what I always have nightmares about. And I haven't had the bear nightmare since the last time I saw it. And then I had it again last night and I woke up. <laughs> Did you really? Yeah. And I was like, I like went and I like shut the door in the middle of the night. So the bear couldn't come in. Oh my God. I'm really afraid of this bear. It's so, and it looks so great, but we'll get there. We're not there yet. Ariana, oh. slow down. Stop talking about the bear so much, Ariana. We're not there yet. <laughs> the bear. Only one scene, but it's great. It's not only one scene. It's technically two. Two scenes, but it's Both great. Both of those scenes are horrifying. Both of them are the <laughs> scariest part of the movie, in my opinion. Not your opinion, I can tell. Also, we're scared of different things. After I saw it the first time, that was the only thing I remembered about the movie. Like, I remembered that more even than the ending. So I do think that it sticks with you more than, like, the main part of it. It's definitely a, a very big part of the movie. Almost, like, bigger than... <laughs> it's, like, the most bombastic scene in, like, the entire movie. It is. Um, yeah. I would... So I, what I'm going to talk about today, we're going to... Like, I mentioned that we're going to talk about the film, duh. But we're also going to talk about the book a little bit and kind of the main differences there. Um, and personally, I'm going to talk about how I, I have a section that I titled here. It says Kate can't suspend her disbelief in that saying something. Okay. I have a same, I have a very similar section. Great, okay, so great. great. <laughs> um, and then I have my criticisms and my praise. I will say, Oh, amazing. there's a, I've, I've, you know, there's a lot of things that I really enjoy about this movie and I would recommend it. I will just throw that out there. Doesn't mean I like it or I hate it. Cause Ariana gave terrifier Two a 10 out of 10 and that's so I, <laughs> don't watch it, but also, but watch, also it. watch it. I will say I have like significant critiques <laughs> for this movie. Yeah. Like the science part of it. Yes. Mean? Like the science part of it. It's, um, yeah, same. Not good. <laughs> it's not great. It sucks because it, it has so much potential, yes. but it just doesn't go anywhere. Hit that mark. Yeah. It's like, um, and this is, all right, so firstly, I wanted it to though. I love sci-fi. I especially love sci-fi with a female protagonist. I've already mentioned contact and arrival, which are two of my all time faves. Mm -hmm. Love women in STEM. Ariana and I are both women in STEM. We love seeing them on screen. Um, oh, also I love that all of the women are five, four or five, three. Oh, are they? Short girlies rise up. Yes. Oh, damn. That's cool. Yeah. 
I looked them all up because I'm like, these bitches look short. I love it. <laughs> and I know Tessa Thompson's like five, three, cause I'm obsessed with her. We'll get there. Um, in love with her, but all this to say, like, I love sci-fi. I'm, I'm in, Ariana knows I'm ready to like drop kick my disbelief out the window <laughs> yeah. at a moment's notice. <laughs> Ariana's like, explain this. I'm like, shut up. It's fine. It's fine. Don't worry, don't worry about, about, it. about it. Well, that's the entirety of this movie is like, don't worry about it. It's, yeah, it is. So like, I, all right. So here's the thing with sci-fi. I find most sci-fi is very easy for me to suspend that disbelief. Most of it, um, because I don't have a clue about what they're talking about most of the time. Like, yes. I don't know astrophysics. Mm-hmm. I don't know like xenoarchaeology and like all this cool shit. I don't know it. So they show me some waves on a screen. I'm like, fucking sick. Cool, cool bro. Cool. Yeah. Talk yeah. to those aliens. <laughs> um, I've watched so many YouTube videos about string theory and I still don't get it. <laughs> so like I still don't get it. I don't get it. And so I'm like, lol, cool. Like love it. But yeah. this film centers around biochemistry, which is unfortunately what I studied in undergraduate. I think you did too. What's your degree in? What was your bachelor's in? Yeah, it wasn't biochemistry, but I did bio and then a minor in chem oh, so and then also history. Essentially. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So this movie is like all about biochemistry. The protagonist is a biologist and what comes out of their mouth is such nonsense. I know. Um, I know. It's just such nonsense um, that I have my favorite quote that I think I might, should I save it or should I just tell you? <laughs> oh my God. Wait, no, save it. Save, save it. it. Okay. I want to hear I it at the end. I have my favorite yes. science quote. Um, and then I have two honorable mentions <laughs> that I couldn't rank cause they were both just, <laughs> yes, I love that <laughs> so I have this written in my notebook. Just like, I think I know what you're going to say, but I want you to save this it. This movie is just like <laughs> such a, I think you might know too. Cause of this movie, it's like yeah. me like fangirling about it. And then the next line that I write is just like, what the fuck are they talking about? Like, bro, like, this is I know. great. This is bad. This is great. This is bad. That's literally what I did as well. That's why it took me so long to prepare for this episode was like, usually I write out the synopsis and then I had a whole nother section where I was like, this is everything I hated. This is everything I loved. Like, <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> and it sounds like we probably hate the same thing. So that's great. I'm excited yeah. about this for us. This will be good for our relationship. <laughs> and unlike terrifier. Too. Yeah, this is, I feel like we're going to agree a lot. <laughs> Um, so <laughs> before we get into my criticisms and my praise and my opinions, we'll talk about the plot for a bit, but is it okay if we talk about just like the film breakdown real fast? Yeah. Yeah. All for right, sure. Amazing. So I will say, I, guys, I know, I know we're, we're both coming in hot kind of shitting on this movie because the beginning is not the <laughs> best part. So like, just like bear with us. If they're like, wow, do they even like this movie? Just bear with us. I promise there's good parts that we're going to get to. <laughs> It gets good. It gets really good. Um, so this movie, we, it came out in 2018. Um, oh, this is a game I really want to play with you, but I'll, I'm, we're going to play the return on investment game. I'm very excited, but not yet. The director, screenplay writer uh, was Alex Garland. Had you seen any of his movies before, Ariana? I've heard the name, but I don't, it's not ringing a bell. Like, I don't know. So he um, directed and wrote one of the other movies on our poll this week. <gasps> Shit. Okay. Um, not men, right? It was men. Yeah! (laughs) (laughs) It was men. He wrote and directed men. And I didn't know that until I looked him up and I was like, that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. Wow. Um, he also wrote and directed, um, Ex Machina. Yeah. I've seen that and I, I don't remember like loving it, but I remember being very entertained. I loved that movie. Oh, really? I loved that movie. Um, and he was nominated for an Academy Award for best original screenplay for that movie. Oh shit. I need to rewatch it. I, I think that you should rewatch it. It's 
and also it has um Domhnall Gleeson who's my Irish boyfriend I have a boyfriend in every country <laughs> every <laughs> country my Irish boyfriend um so like that's all you really need to know about Alex Garland is he's brilliant um and different he's very different yes and let's talk about the cast short girlies let's go Natalie fucking Portman, miss her. <laughs> Natalie Portman, where are where you? Where are you? More movies <laughs> with Natalie Portman in them. She's so good. Oh, she's great. She's great. I think she really played this character well. Like, I know that she has, like, a background and she's, like, very intelligent. Yes, yeah, she is. But, and obviously this movie has, like, huge, like, holes in scientific thinking. But I do feel like I'm convinced she could play, like, a very smart person i think she does play like i think in in the yeah. movie the movie science she's very smart yes <laughs> she's very very smart in movie science um yes i wish yeah again i wish we didn't have like a ton of biology training as we we're watching this movie we're like natalie no what are you doing every time she looks I under know. a microscope i'm like what are you gonna see some some bro i have a whole section about, about the microscope the, uh, great okay i can't wait to talk about <laughs> what we see under this insane microscope so Love natalie it. portman obviously like the best actor in this. Well, I don't know. Oscar Isaac, who plays her military husband is fucking yes. phenomenal. He's so hot. He's so hot. Oh, and he him. like doesn't speak for like half of this movie. He like has a tube down his yeah. throat for half of it. And I'm like, Oh my God, you got Oscar Isaac. And then you just <laughs> intubated him. And when he does speak, he's like catatonic yeah. basically. <laughs> like what a waste <laughs> of Oscar Isaac. I um, know. But yeah, that was a really fabulous duo. I really liked watching their husband and wife interactions together. Cause I think that chemistry, they, they had yeah. chemistry and it was a very different mm -hmm. type of chemistry than like, mm -hmm. you know, me and Nick are very like, blah, like in your face, just like, screaming at each other how much we love each other all the time and they're like this they kind of reminds me of like you and will they're like this like sarcastic <laughs> like they make a con he's like oh we're, whenever you look at the stars we're in the same hemisphere so and she's like gross you think that that's what i do when you're gone i look at the yeah. stars well that is a gross comment <laughs> and i would have like shed a single tear and be like don't go i told nick don't go. i was like you wouldn't have been able to go on this mission because not a fucking chance in hell would i have let you go on this mission. Yeah, that's devastating. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. But then we have, we have back to the girlies, back to the girls, Oscar Kane. I mean, Oscar Isaac, we don't care about him. We're going to talk about the girlies, Jennifer Jason Lee, who I know from nothing. Yeah. What else is she in? Fast Times she at Ridgemont more. High was the only one that, the only name that I recognize, but what? she's like on Broadway a lot. She, people are, people oh, are probably okay. like screaming at me right now. They're like, it's Jennifer Jason Lee. Cause like, I know her name and I see all these things that she's in and I'm like, Oh, she's very accomplished. Okay. I don't know who she is. <laughs> Yeah. I've never heard of her either. What were your, what was your opinion on her voice in this movie? Her voice? I, I mean, her literal voice. I loved her character. I didn't have any strong opinions about her voice. I mean, her voice was very like flat and blunt Extremely and monotone. she didn't seem like a normal psychiatrist because psychologist, she's like yeah. psychologist. Yeah. Like you're picturing like, you know, someone who's really in touch with everything mm -hmm. emotionally mm -hmm. and She's not that no, person. She She's not. like blunt and direct. And I thought that was cool. I did too. I was like having, a, yeah. I was like taken aback by her manner of speaking and kind of like the way she delivers her lines. And I was like, I'm like, the more I listened to it, I was like, I'm really into it. It's very different. Yes. Yeah. So I liked hers. So yeah, if I, if, we, if I haven't mentioned this yet, this movie centers around four, I said five, but I think it's just four. No, there's five, including Natalie Portman. Oh, that's right. That's right. You're right. Okay. So five, um, female scientist one of them is in my opinion not a scientist but um yeah so we have natalie portman who's the biologist jennifer jason lee who's the psychologist dr ventress great name yeah tuva novotny she's a swedish actress 
And she was a scene scene stealer for me. She plays Cass, who's the geomorphologist, which I had never heard of that before. Me neither. Um, She's beautiful too, though. Swedish. They're all gorgeous. Yeah, true. All gorgeous. And so she studies the Earth's surface for people who didn't know what a geomorphologist was like me. Oh, okay. Good to know. um, She's like a topography expert. And then (laughs) Tessa Thompson, who is Josie. She's the physicist. Oh, wait. That's the one you love? I am obsessed with Tessa Thompson. I am oh, really? in love with her. What else is she in? It doesn't matter. She's in Thor Ragnarok. Okay. She's like the main, one of the main characters in Thor Ragnarok, but she's, I know her mostly from like Veronica Mars. <laughs> oh, is that what you're obsessed with her from? Or you just like her I'm in this? I'm obsessed with her as a human being. Westworld. She's in a like par- long-term partnership with Janelle Monet. Oh. Yeah. I'm nice. literally in love with her and have been for a very long time. Nick's like, oh, look, it's your wife. I'm like, yeah, I have a boyfriend and a wife in every country and she's my wife. And a wife. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> and she's, she's my wife. I forgot one of them. I forgot Gina Rodriguez, who plays Anya. How do you forget Gina Rodriguez? No. She plays. Do you not like her? Mm, so she plays Anya. She's the paramedic. Do you not like her character? Or you don't like the actress? <sighs> both. Or both. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Gina Rodriguez is awesome. Have you seen Jane the Virgin? I'm sure she is. I didn't like it. Oh my God. I liked it. I watched like five episodes and I'm like, I don't like it. I got, it's just, ugh. I'm sorry. She's fabulous. I don't think that she's a bad actress by any means. I think that she is like two levels too high for me, like a little bit too much whenever she's like overacting a little bit, like it's a little bit theater. Oh, I like it. So was, I'm here for who's it. your favorite of the team of the whole time? Her. No way. Yeah. That's so fu- I literally wrote down um, the paramedic was miscast. No way. She was the best one. The best oh, one. Oh my God. Yes. Uh, hmm. I liked her energy. I liked that she was the only Hispanic one and she was just like fucking raging all the time. That's my favorite shit. It didn't make sense to me that she was a paramedic. Like why she'd be going in if she was a paramedic. Correct. And like... Paramedics are extremely important and very valuable and very smart, but you could just have like a medical doctor or a surgeon, someone that can like do procedures. Sure. I could see that. But also like I get, she seems like she's like chaotic and adventurous and like would want to do something like this. And they do need someone with like first aid medical training to go. Right. So get a surgeon. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if a surgeon is, I feel like they're too far above that. What at this I point. would want, and, and, and I've said this before, but I think it really applies in this situation. A veterinarian would be a really smart yes. thing to bring a zoologist yeah. or better yet, a veterinarian would be super helpful in this. Amazing. <laughs> it so if helpful. We, oh, that would have been so good. But instead yeah. they're like a paramedic. I'm like, okay, sure. They also had no idea what they were going up against. Right. Because mm-hmm. I mean, as we'll get into like this zone has had like multiple teams of people go in and no one ever has any information about what's in there. So they don't know if like they're attacking each other and killing each other or if they're getting attacked by something. So they have no idea what they're dealing with. And I yeah. think obviously in retrospective, that would have been awesome because a lot of this is like animal based, but I think it would have been, I think, I think a paramedic is a smart choice. I feel like they need, they need someone there that's 
you know, going to be adventurous and going to like go out there. Like she was saying at some point she was like, oh, I, I scraped people off a sidewalk before. Mm -hmm. Like she's seen a lot. So I feel like they were like, okay, maybe this girl's a good choice for it. I see what you mean. Yeah. She's seen a lot and she can, she can respond. You would think she can respond to stressful situations in a calm and appropriate way. Spoiler alert. She doesn't, she She doesn't, but she's also getting her shit scrambled she well yeah too. well they to be fair they're all getting their shit scrambled yeah but she also has a rage inside of her so i understand that's why you like her she's got that rage hispanic and ragey that's why okay okay she's got that angst <laughs> i love her <laughs> stay away from gina <laughs> nobody also i gina. love her hair her hair is her awesome. Hair is she awesome. has like the shaved side that was like cool in the 2000s uh love and that and i like that she was gay and like they like work yeah. that in in a very natural way to just have some representation. Yeah. I don't know if you saw yeah. whenever you're looking up um, stuff about this movie, but it uh, Alex Garland specifically got a lot of flack um, for it being whitewashed. I was thinking that, and then well, Gina Rodriguez is Hispanic, so that's two. That's half of them. That's two. Two out of five. Two out of yeah. f- I keep forgetting that there's five. You're right. Well, the, the reason <laughs> that they got upset was because in the books, in the second book. Um, they fill in a couple of gaps where Natalie Portman's character, Lena, who is unnamed. Uh, none of them have names in the book, by the way. Yeah, I know. I, I read that. I was like, whoa, that's got to be hard. Yeah, that's got to be hard to follow. But like they just call them by their titles, which are also different. They had like different types of scientists, which I'll get there. That's so cool. It's really, really interesting. But Lena's character in the book is revealed to be, be of Asian descent in the second one. And one of the other characters is uh, a mixed race. I don't remember what race is. And so people like came down on Alex Garland really hard, which wasn't justified or fair because he didn't like there wasn't a second book whenever he was writing this screenplay. Right. Like he had no idea. Yes. And that wasn't in the first book. They didn't have races Mm. in the first book. Wow. Very interesting. Yeah. I think he did a okay job with representation. I I feel like two out of five. Okay. That seems like, well, I think three, three out of six, I would say half of them because Kane is, um, Guatemalan. Yeah. He's Guatemalan and Cuban. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm, I'm cool with it. <laughs> yeah. Did I mean, you, did you feel like there was decent representation if you just like glance over this movie? I mean, yeah, I did because I, I specifically thought about it because that's something I always think about. Yeah. I'm like, is this very white. <laughs> it's just too, too white. Did they let a blonde like, girl no. on the team? Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. No, I didn't think it was whitewashed at all. Like even like the, the extras, like they had different races mm-hmm. as the extras too. So. Yeah. Um, I forget his name. Something Wong. He's very famous. He's in all the Marvel movies. Yes. He's the main interrogator mm-hmm. at the beginning of the movie. Yeah. And her colleague is African-American. Oh yeah. We'll get to him. What's his name? Homer, yeah. I think, or something stupid. Something stupid. Something dumb. Oh my God. That guy. Kate hates this character. I hate him. I hate his character. Yeah. I hate his plot line. Hate it. But that's. You hate the plot I hate line. The entire okay. Plot line. We'll get there. I like the plot line. No. Uh, no, yeah. Ariana. I like this it. This is the one where we're supposed to agree and we've only disagreed. <laughs> All right, we'll talk about it. We'll talk talk about about it. it. But before we move on, I want you, Ariana, to play the return on investment game. I will help you out. I will give you the budget. Okay. Because you can buy, if you've seen even a trailer for this movie, you know that this is no shoestring budget. Yeah. About any somewhere between 40 to 55 million. So how much did that make back? Oh, wow. That's a lot, though. That's a lot of money. 
Yeah. And I feel like not a lot of people know about this movie, so I don't know if it did super well. Natalie Portman does not uh, come cheap. (laughs) Oh, God. Yeah. No one can afford her. She probably was like, this will be fun. (laughs) She's like, I'll do one movie every 10 years for $20 million. For fun. Yeah. So jealous. I could tell she probably read the script and was like, I'm into this. Mm And probably was like, whatever, I don't care if I get paid that much. I don't think she said that, but (laughs) (laughs) that's not what women say. (laughs) That's not. (laughs) We don't care how much we get paid. Women don't care about that. (laughs) 20% less for the same job. (laughs) I'm just happy to be here. (laughs) Um, I'm going to say I'm at like 60, 70. Yeah, good guess. I feel like a little bit more. 43 billion. Oh, so they lost money. Yeah. <gasps> no. Bombed in the box office. No way. Bombed. <laughs> Financial failure. No way. Yeah. Isn't that disappointing? Shit. I wonder. I wonder why. I, I do too. Let me look up men and how much men made. Oh, man. Because I think that's probably significantly cheaper, first of all, because it's not sci-fi and it's not Natalie Portman. It's all Portman. CGI. Yeah. <laughs> Literally so much CGI in this movie. Oh, well, I don't have a budget for men, but yeah, I didn't make a ton of money. I guess we'll talk about that when we find, when you guys let us cover men. Let us, let us do, do it. Let us do it, but not before Pearl. Well, I know for a fact my mom saw this in the movie theater because when I was looking up our texts about this movie, a text from her came up that said, I'm seeing Annihilation. Are you jealous? It's the girl from Black Swan. It's, her name's Natalie Portman, mom. <laughs> Jules. The girl from Black Swan. So I was like, oh, God. That's okay. national treasure Natalie Portman. Yeah. But okay. She knows Natalie Portman. I don't know why she said that. (laughs) Because she's just a troll like you. She is a troll. 100%. Did did you see this in theaters? I don't think so. I think I saw it on Netflix when it came out. We were in vet school when this came out. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. No, we didn't. We would have seen it together if we if we had seen it when it came out. We would have seen it together probably because in vet school, we would go see movies all the time together. Nobody else wanted to see this shit with us. Yeah, yeah. We're just dragging it. It was everyone. like us and like three guys, and we'd see like every horror movie that came out. <laughs> we did. Yeah, and we definitely would have seen this one. I remember being in vet school and like setting a time side like setting a setting aside time to specifically watch this movie. And I was like, Oh really? Because it's a it's a hefty movie. And I was like, that's like a good chunk of I was a big old nerd, you guys. And all I did was study all the time. And I was like, that's yeah. Like, Kate was Kate was very smart in vet school. And then it all whoosh, rinsed right out my brain. <laughs> all left your all brain. Gone. <laughs> all gone. But I was like, this is like two and a half hours of study time. Like this better pay off. <laughs> Wait, is it that long of a movie? It's pretty long. Oh, I never noticed. I feel like it's like almost two hours. That's like what I have in my brain. Oh, you're right. It's not even two hours. Feels longer when you're trying to study. <laughs> when you're trying to study, when you're thinking about all the things you don't know. I have an exam tomorrow. <laughs> oh, God. Can't put this in my brain. Yeah, I felt. I <laughs> Meanwhile, I, felt I would just not sleep and just watch all of them back to back and then take the exam and immediately forget everything. Thank you so much. <laughs> I wish I could do that. I'd only do that for a large animal because I'm like, I'm not going to fucking need this. Why do I need to retain any of this? I thought I was still going to be doing the match. So I cared way too hard about my grades. (laughs) And I did the match and I still didn't care. Yeah, you still didn't fucking care. (laughs) My God. (laughs) Eh, It's fine. I want to talk more about the the cast that's in this because there's one you haven't talked about yet. Who have I not talked about? Oh, my God. Please tell me you looked up who plays the main creature. Oh, I did. I did look okay. her up. Yes, okay. I did. I will say she's also at the beginning. She has a very minor mm-hmm. role at the beginning. And I recognized her immediately. Yes. 
I didn't recognize her. What's her name? Uh, Sonoya Mizuno. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. She, I was like, I've seen this bitch somewhere. Her face looks so familiar. She literally is one line and is in like one scene at the beginning. And I was like, where have I seen her? And I immediately looked it up. She's in Crazy Rich Asians, which is also a very, very good movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's also in Ex Machina. She's like one of she four is. characters in that movie. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. So she and Alex Garland are toit. Yeah, I'm sure. Well, she's a dancer and she's so talented. Yeah. And we'll get to it. But like she plays, you know, a creature thing at the a end, which thing. is pretty neat. A creature a thing. Cre- and that's all you need to know so far, that there's a creature You don't thing. need to know anything else. It's a creature feature. It's a creature feature. I <laughs> I, know, I knew that she was in this movie, not because I recognized her in the front, and in the front, in the beginning, because I didn't, um, but because I was going through the cast, I'm like, who the fuck is Katie? <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> they like Liz Katie. I'm like, who? Katie? <laughs> <laughs> Katie. Why does she have a name? She has a name. Because Alex Garland's like, she's going to get a name. She gets a name. She needs a name. Yeah. I thought she was an extra because that, you know how it makes me mad when they like make people have no lines or like one line when they're like actually super famous people. Oh yeah. I'm like, oh my God. I was like, why does this bitch only have one line? But I'm glad that she came back. Oh, she comes back. Yeah. <laughs> she comes back yeah. in a very major way. <laughs> in a very major way. <laughs> and I do have like a so whole good. section here that I'm going to talk about with like key differences between the movie and the book. But I figured we'd go through all that as a, as you go through the plot. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah. Good to know. I want to know all these things. I'm going to go ahead and cross out my first critique because it was not received well about Gina Rodriguez. (laughs) I'm just going to delete that. I love her. I I did not realize. (laughs) I I feel like she was in something else that I really liked her and I can't think of it. She's in some other movie in addition to Jane the Virgin. I don't know. I feel like she's, she not was in, a bad actress. She's not. No. And she's very chill in Jane the Virgin too. That's why I think why I liked her so much in this one is because she's kind of a doormat in Jane the Virgin. Oh. And I was expecting her to have a similar character, but she was just like fucking ragey and loud and funny. And I liked that she was playing such a different character and it was like okay. surprising to me. I get that. So I was like, all right, cool. <laughs> Natalie Portman is constantly brooding. So she's, she's just, yeah. I was like, she's going to, she's, that's what she's good at. <laughs> yes. Yes. Natalie Portman is very like intellectual and introspective mm-hmm. in like every movie she every plays. One. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Even the rom-coms. Maybe not that one she did with Justin Timberlake. People, people forget about that one. No strings attached. No, oh, yeah. you're talking about Ashton Kutcher. The one with Justin Timberlake is Mila Kunis. Oh, God. Because there were two movies that came out at the exact same time that were the same movie. Yeah. Yeah. Well, whatever one has her in it. Is she with Ashton Kutcher? Is that right? It's, she's with Ashton Kutcher and then Mila Kunis is with JT. And No Strings Attached is the JT one. Oh, okay. And then <laughs> hers is like some other... Just Friends. Because I'm good it's at... It's called Just Friends. <laughs> yeah, just yeah, Friends. that's yes, what yes, it is. Because yes. I remember, because yeah. I remember the same movie came out and the posters were the same. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? It was so awkward. It was so, so awkward. So aw- yeah. soups awk. And Natalie yeah, Portman just yeah. does not have that kind of comedic gift, in my opinion, to do a romantic comedy. She's too... Yeah, she's too smart. Too smart. Yeah. Sorry, girly. She's too smart. Stars. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Anyway, do you want to talk about how this movie gets chugging along, how it gets going? Yeah, let's talk about it for sure. We already talked about a lot of the stuff that I ramble about, like <laughs> this bitch who I love from Crazy Rich Asians. But, oh, yeah. Okay, we'll start from the beginning. <laughs> okay, so the movie opens on Natalie Portman, whose character's name is Lena. Mm-hmm. She's a bio professor giving a 
just a very general lecture <laughs> about random bio facts in a classroom at Johns Hopkins University. And all of the students are taking notes madly. And I'm like, she's not saying anything that's going to be on an exam, people. She's just generally talking about bio. I'm like, this is an introduction. I'm so confused. I'm like, I wonder if this is foreshadowing anything very important. I wonder. I, that was actually my honorable, honorable mention for my three worst science moments. Wait, what did I want to know what she said? It's her explaining basic cellular mitosis, like at a middle school biology yes. level, as these yes. med students at Johns Hopkins, one of the best, best, yes. ho best hospitals, best universities in the world, feverishly scribbling it all down. And she's like, two divides <laughs> to four, four becomes 16. And she keeps going and they're like writing it down. They're like, it's like, don't take notes. She's just introducing you to my job bring do you not remember mitosis <laughs> none of this is specific you guys probably all learned this in like elementary <laughs> yeah, a long time ago Stupid. and then she's like turn your page to page 97 i'm like oh so that wasn't okay all right okay i got it if, if they and i don't know if you guys know this but she specializes in cellular division because they're gonna mention that every five fucking minutes they're gonna mention it a lot yeah yeah also, I'm confused, like, okay, we'll get there. We'll get there. But I'm like, why did they not ask her to be a part of the team? She, like, volunteered. <laughs> she it's like, don't you want to... I guess they don't know what's in there. They don't know what's in there. They don't know that that's going to be extremely relevant. That's because they don't do very good field studies, which I will talk about that. <laughs> I'm like, there are parts of this movie that I'm like, y'all are very smart. But then most of it, I'm like, y'all are not very smart. Like, nobody involved. Uh, I wanted it to be better. I think that if I had seen this, like, for the first time, like... In undergrad, I would have been way more into it. Yeah. But I think not saying that like, you know, we're, you know, really far ahead or whatever. I'm just saying that like legit, it's so awkward because it's it's very in-depth on a subject that is like completely incorrect. <laughs> on like a very basic subject. But they try really hard to go really deep into it. Oh. And they could have done it better, in my opinion. Oh, absolutely. I don't they know. absolutely could have done it better. And I will say, like, so the book, the book, all of this that we're talking about, none of this happens in the book. The book all starts out with them, art, I think, already in Area X. And it's told from her point of view, um, from her, like, bio biology, like, journal, from the journal she's keeping while they're... Oh. Yeah, so... It's all from her perspective, but it's it's like journal entries, which is very, very cool. So all this subplot, all this like information before Area X, none of that matters in the book. Oh, wow. Okay. I kind of like that it matters in this movie, though. Her husband is involved in the book, for what it's worth. Okay. Okay. I wonder if it just doesn't go into the, like as deep of the psychological side of things in the book. There's a, well, there's a psychologist. So like in the book, they are the 12th expedition going into Area X, which I think it they say the 12th expedition in this one too. It's a team of five women, but five of them jump ship before they even go into area X. Wait, I'm confused. So in the book, there's, it's still a team of five women, but it gets down to four okay. before they even enter the shimmer. Oh, you said one of them jumps. Yeah, ship. One of them I thought you said five of them jump ship. I was like, so no oh, one goes did in. I? So the book is very short, more of a novella. <laughs> That's what I thought. No, I get it. <laughs> I was like, so that doesn't even, <laughs> nothing happens. <laughs> it's just one journal entry that says we all changed our mind. Yeah, right. We're not going, we're not doing this shit. What kind of snacks <laughs> do you guys want on the airport? <laughs> But we do have, we have the biologist is the main, is the protagonist. So that's good. We have the psychologist who is the same, very similar character, albeit uh, with a very specific power that is not involved in this and uh, an anthropologist Weird. and then a surveyor. Surveyor? What's that? 
it's like people who like go and like survey new lands and shit like that. Right. How is that? Uh, how do you do that? <laughs> Those are the people with like the yellow things. Okay. Oh my gosh. I'm obviously not very, I know good. what you're you talking know, about. Like the things that look like cameras, but they're not cameras. All right. I'm going to look it up. Cause yeah. I'm clearly not a surveyor. Google. What's a surveyor measures land features such as depth and shape and examine previous land records to verify data from onsite surveys. They prepare maps and reports. So that's very helpful. That's cool. Yeah. Maybe that was, they did a geomorphologist instead of that person. Because it sounds cooler. It does sound cooler. <laughs> Got me. I was like, that's awesome. It sounds cool. How do I do that? I, I want to be that when I grow up. And then you're like, look at rocks. That sounds great. I wanted to do that. That sounds boring as hell. <laughs> I cannot. I wanted to be a rock expert when I was little. Did you? Yeah. I was really into rocks. You want to be a geologist? Yeah. That's very cute. I know. I really wanted to do it. I was really, I had so many books about rocks when I was little. I didn't know this nerd. about you. <laughs> My bitch likes rocks. Yeah. I'm gonna get you so many rocks now. That's why whenever we go into witch stores and there's crystals, I'm like, ooh, ooh pretty rocks. <laughs> Lots of rocks. Lots of pretty rocks. <laughs> That's awesome. I, I love that. That's so cute. Okay, well, you get to be her, and then I will be Tessa Thompson just because I like her. Okay, okay. Even though I'm the least like her, and then the, I'm more like Gina. I was gonna say, I don't know if you'd be her. I think I would probably be Gina Rodriguez. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be the crazy bitch. I thought you would be more of the main character. No, no way. You just have main character energy. (laughs) Final girl energy. Yeah, that's what you have. (laughs) Anyway, back back to the plot. Okay, okay. So on her way out, a student asks her a question. This is the student we're talking about. She comes back later. She has one line. She's from Crazy Rich Asians. We Mm, love her. mm -hmm. She comes back later. So then we see Lena... So just as an FYI, I know we've kind of referenced her colleague and how that plays into things. I kind of left that out because I feel like it didn't really play a role in the whole way things go. But we do mention at the end. But basically what happens is she's at home. She's painting her bedroom a different color. And she's grieving the loss of her her husband. husband who has been gone and presumably dead for about a year. He was in the army and sent out on a secret mission about a year ago and never came back. And they think that he's dead. So yeah. she's like grieving him and painting their bedroom. And suddenly he just like fucking walks into their bedroom, just like calmly to me too. out of nowhere. Yeah. They show him like at the bottom of the stairs and he's like confused and like looking at their like family pictures and then like climbs up the stairs and like, just like walks into the room and she just looks at him and's like thinks she's seen a ghost and then just like runs to him and starts crying and it's a great fucking acting moment for her. It's I a think. fabulous acting moment for her. Yeah. Um I know that they can't do this for the sake of time, but I would be on the ground like scream vomiting for like 12 hours <laughs> like hereditary yeah because yeah. <laughs> she immediately moves on to where the fuck have you been the last 12 months <laughs> i would i would still i mean be you, you would be you would want answers no you'd be confused you'd be like where the fuck did you come from i would come to and then i would faint again and then i would come to <laughs> they'd have to fetch my tizzy couch and the smelling salt <laughs> kate would just be cyclically fainting <laughs> yeah i'd just constantly be fainting <laughs> I couldn't handle something like that the way that she does. She takes it in stride. She's just confused. She's like, where have you been like on this secret mission? And then like, he's sort of answering, but not really being very cryptic and quiet. And then all of a sudden he just like collapses and starts convulsing. Yeah. So she calls an ambulance and on the way to the hospital, their ambulance is intercepted (gasps) and both Lena and her husband 
Cain are taken to a secret facility. Don't tell he like spews out so much blood. He's just spewing blood. <laughs> it's like a geyser of blood coming out of his mouth. Because he's in we'll we'll find out what what the problem is later. This is probably one of your quotes. I love it though. <laughs> um so she wakes up. She's in almost like a jail cell, like psychiatric hospital looking room. Mm. And she is in the same room as a female psychologist named Dr. Ventress. Who Ventress. explains that her husband went on a secret mission into a zone called the Shimmer. And the Shimmer is a mysterious zone that grew out of a meteor that hit a lighthouse on the coast of the Chesapeake Bay. And this zone has been expanding over the last three years. And they've sent countless groups of people in and drones in. And no one has come back except for Kane, who is now comatose in, quote, massive organ failure. <laughs> I'm just Do you find massive organ failure funny because I do? Yes, I do. Okay, was that one That's of your quotes of or is that quotes. just an honorable? <laughs> There's a lot. That's a good one. He's in massive organ failure. All of his organs are super yeah. failing. Massive organ failure. I'm like, okay, you're like Psychologist, I'm pretty sure you still went to med school. Yes. No, Please no, no, say no. something. So a psychologist, that's a psychiatrist, I think. A psychologist that has went a, to med school. Yeah, has a PhD. PhD. You're right. That makes a lot more sense. In my head, I kept thinking she was a psychiatrist, but yeah, you're right. It, She's a psychologist. Yeah, that would again, that would be helpful to have someone who like. Yeah. What is the point of the psychologist even going? That's dumb. Okay. Okay do with the title of this movie uh okay okay all right i'm excited to find out okay yeah so remind me because they this is one of the great movies where they like just say the name of the movie um yeah but there's a and it's it's, it's kind of a little goofy when they do it because it always is a little bit i loved it yeah well there's a remind <laughs> it was me, dramatic remind me when we get there because there's a big old reason why that happens in the book okay okay yeah i can't wait to talk about that back to the shimmer yeah, back to the shimmer. So she's at this secret facility and she's meeting the other scientists there. And you have a physicist named Josie Raddick, geomorphologist named Cass Shepard, and then the paramedic named Anya Thorinson, aka Jane the Virgin. Yeah. And <laughs> the scientists say that Dr. Ventress, um, with Dr. Ventress, they are a part of the next group of people to go into the shimmer to learn more about it. Mm -hmm. And then Lena decides to volunteer to join the expedition to the lighthouse where the meteor landed in the hopes that she'll be able to find a remedy for Kane's, quote, massive organ massive. failure. <laughs> huge, massive. Huge organ failure. I will say I did like um, two things about whenever she kind of appears in this facility, which is immediately she asked for a lawyer, which I like. I loved that. Yeah, because she... She was like, did he tell you where he was going? And she was like, I want to talk to a lawyer. I want a lawyer. And she's like, yeah. well, you're not getting one. <laughs> she's like, well, you're not going to talk to one. And she was like, all right. She's like, that's not the situation that we're in. Yes. <laughs> at all. Well, we also know that uh, Lena's character used to be in the army for five, for seven yeah, years. That's where, that's she, where was she met Kane. Kane. Right. So, I mean, she has like military training. Mm -hmm. She's very logical. So She's like a nerd, but she's also like very smart yeah. and she's a good like character. logical about things. Yeah. yeah. I like her a lot. And I liked mm -hmm. whenever, um, cause they're, you know, Dr. Vinkman. No, that's Ghostbusters. What's her name? <laughs> Ventress. I think that's probably why I liked it. And I'm just now realizing it is because it sounds like Peter Vinkman. Oh my God. I love oh, that. That speaks volumes. Um, Ventress. Uh, whenever she's kind of explaining everything and Natalie Portman's like, wait, are you not going to let me go home? 
And she goes, is that what you want to do? You want to go home? She's like, no, I don't. She does that. She does that a lot. Wherever Natalie Portman will say like something that's seems like a logical response. And then Dr. Ventress will be like, is that what that means? Like, is that really what you want? And she'll just like have her question things, which is why I was like, oh, she's a psychiatrist. Cause that's what psychiatrists <laughs> that's, yeah, do. That's what psychiatrists do. And <laughs> psychologists apparently. Yeah. Cause they know how to work your brain. Yeah. They're like, we need you to figure this out for yourself. <laughs> we want you to think that this is your idea. Yes, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, so then we have the five women scientists entering the shimmer and very cool. They, it's so cool. It's a cool scene. Cause they're all like dressed, like they're going like into the war and they have guns and they have like hiking shit on and they're just like walking into this wall. Oh yeah. I guess we haven't described the shimmer. Beautiful. So the shimmer is like a tree line with like iridescent liquid, just like kind of like shimmering up and like a veil. it's just like a line. Yeah. It's like a veil. It's very cool. And it, um, it extends cause there's, it's on a shore cause it hit a lighthouse. The meteor hit a lighthouse. So it's on a shore and it extends like, like a dome, like it's its own. Yeah. Like, it's biome. extending and it's growing too. Yeah. It's growing. And so they've mm-hmm. mentioned like it used to be just the lighthouse and now it's like growing over the last three years. Just horrifying. Super scary. And that's kind of how they, how, why she like dives right into it. Cause they're like, this is going to keep spreading and like, it's going to take over everything at the rate that this yeah. is going on. So like, this is ultimately going to be the end of the world. Like this is an apocalypse situation. Yeah. Well, I don't think they know yet, like what it is. So I don't know if they think they it's like it's taking over everything. Like, well, the, Dr. Pinkman, what's her name? Ventress makes the comment. <laughs> she's like, it's going to, then it's going to like, it's going to spread out of here. We've told people there's an oil spill, but like, that's not going to work for long, but it's going to soon take over entire cities, states, yeah. everything. Yeah. Yeah. And they don't know anything about it, which is a bummer because they don't know how to f- live with it or figure it out or whatever. No one has come out. And the one person that did come out yeah. wasn't in the best states. He was spewing blood. <laughs> Massive organ failure. Massive. <laughs> so they go into the shimmer, they cross the veil. And then the next scene is them like all waking up in their tents with no recollection of how they got there. And they presume that they've already been in there for like three or four days based on how much food is gone, Horrifying. which I thought was cool. They have like no memory of their journey. I think that's awesome. That was kind of like, um, Blair witch vibes in my opinion. Yes. Yeah. I, like, that was really, where scary. are we going? Where have we been? Like she, yeah. like, come, she like, she's just like feels fuzzy. And the way they, the way that they directed, I thought was really clever where it's like, you don't know that there's been like this weird time jump. It's just like, Cause they're making yeah. a campfire and stuff. And she's like, I don't know. I feel fuzzy. And then they're like, yeah, we all fucking do. Nobody, yeah. like, all of us don't feel really fuzzy right now. We don't know what's going on. And that's like really scary. Yeah. They were like, you don't remember setting up camp. And she was like, no, she's like, I don't remember anything. And they're like, well, we've been here four days. Apparently, apparently based on how much food is gone. Yeah. Yikes. Very cool. Mm-hmm. And then we find out that there's no radio. Their GPS is dead. Their compass is just like flipping back and forth. So it's just like they have absolutely no way of figuring out where they're going, where they've been. And so they decide to use the sun to travel south until they hit the coast and then follow the coast to the lighthouse. That's like the new plan Mm -hmm. because they have no other way of navigating. This this bothered me Um, a bit because (laughs) they've sent at least 11 other expeditions through Oh, you're like, why, why didn't no one else figure this, figure this out? out? And why didn't we figure this out at the boundary of the veil instead of 
diving head first. Maybe they did figure it out. They just don't remember that they've already figured that out. No, because it shows them walking because like you, it shows them walking through the shimmer, walking into the shimmer and then they keep going and you can kind of see them through the shimmer. It's like transparent almost. It's like this glittery transparency. Yeah. Why not have someone on the other side of the shimmer and then test out your communications, your comm systems, your yeah, that's compass. Good point. Yeah. <laughs> Like right next to them before you're like deep in it and you don't know where you are. Deep in it. That's a good point. Yeah. Or do like the, um, you know, like leave a trail of yeah. string or whatever, like they do yeah, in that Greek yeah. myth <laughs> that I can't think with the yes, Minotaur, Minotaur, whatever. Yes. I just think that there are <laughs> smarter ways to go about this. <laughs> you're right. You're right. Yeah. Well, I mean, they set up till now, it's been like military mm-hmm. operation, which I feel like military is like, and, you know, Brute force. Yeah. You think that, but she was part of the military and like a lot, the military has a lot of fucking smarties that they use for situations like this. Yeah. They would have been logical about this. Yeah. I agree. I mean, maybe it makes you fucked up immediately and then you can't even, they should have planned it better. I agree. Or just make Stupid. it not transparent and then it would make more sense. Or like they just vanish or something. Yeah. That would be cool. If they just vanished cool. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So they, are deciding to get to this lighthouse by following the sun a certain way, whatever. Um, so on their journey, they find this abandoned boathouse in a swamp and they decide to explore this house. And around the house are vines of climbing flowers and plants that are all part of the same vine, but are growing different species of plants. And Lena notices this as the biologist. She's like, this is kind of impossible. Like they're all the same organism, but they're all different plants, which is weird. Um, is your quote from that? No, actually. <laughs> okay. No. There's so many good opportunities because it's like, okay. There's there. I wrote a lot of them down, but I had to pick my top three. <laughs> <laughs> there's so many. So there's two more. Okay. There's two more okay, left. Okay. Oh, I bet it's what the, what's coming up. So <laughs> they're examining the plants and then Josie, the physicist goes to check out the boathouse and ends up getting dragged into the water by an unknown creature And the group jumps into the water to save her and drag her back onto land. And then they see a huge alligator climb out of the water and like start coming at them. It's big and scary. It's like this huge white alligator. Yeah. (laughs) Is it in Florida? (laughs) I was wondering where they were whenever there was a humongous alligator. Well, they're supposed to be in like the Chesapeake area. Oh, they have alligators? I have no idea. I don't know. Um, So they end up shooting the alligator dead. And then on the examination of the body, they find that the alligator has like rows of concentric teeth, which is not what alligators normally have. And that's something sharks have. So this is like a alligator shark. That's a nightmare. A shalligator. It's a shalligator. <laughs> it's a shalligator. <laughs> They've got a shalligator. Is your quote from this part? Because I'm sure no, there's a good I don't, quote I don't, in here. I, don't, I didn't write anything down from this part. What do you, what do you give it? What, wait. It was just awkward because it was like her explaining that it's like a mutant alligator. And I There's was like, a ton okay, of shit right. like that. Yeah. Sure. Whatever. Okay. It has a mouth inside <laughs> of its mouth. Like it has yeah. a whole other mouth. Yeah. You're right. That's cool. That it's, is cool. It's like a mouth within a mouth. Alien style. That kind of stuff. I'm like, <laughs> all right, cool. Whatever. Like, <laughs> yeah, All right. That, yeah. Disbelief punted out the window. I'm like, cool. Our disbelief is still suspended in a happy way. It's suspended a little. <laughs> I'm like, all right, I'll, I can get, I can get over the mitosis <laughs> lecture at Johns Hopkins. <laughs> We're still reeling, but I'm we can get over reeling it. reeling from that. I cannot, you know, my sister went to Johns Hopkins med school. 
Oh, really? Oh, my God. Sarah did. I'll ask her if this was her first lecture, <laughs> preliminary mitosis. Did, did Natalie Portman just give you general information about <laughs> how mitosis happens and you'd feverishly take notes for no reason? Did she stand at the front of the classroom like a regular teacher or did she like sit in the class like alongside you in the dark and just like kind like of, a cool teacher? Yeah, like a cool teacher. and Just kind of like stream of consciousness, talk about how cells divide just, and then count it up to 64. Did that happen? <laughs> No, you had a good teacher. Oh, no, no. You had a pile of notes handed to you that you had to memorize in 24 hours for a pop quiz the following day. Got, Got it. it. That's exactly what happened. <laughs> Great. Uh, all I right. That well, we can roast this together. I was so worried. I know. I know. You know what? Whatever. I it's a it's a love hate. It's a love hate. And the begin. I'll be honest. It's kind of like it's mixed in the middle. But the beginning is all hate. And yes. Then it gets more and then love. you slowly are like, all right, all right. It gets more okay. love soon. I promise you guys we'll be nice to this movie yes. soon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, the flowers yes. were beautiful. Oh my God. Yeah. This movie is stunning. It's like visually gorgeous. Just rows of beautiful like orchids and like, it's just beautiful flowers, like phila, you know, philodendron. And it's just like so magical. Even the shalligator looks beautiful. The shalligator's the creepy, albino. but beautiful. Yes. Mm -hmm. Very cool. Very cool. So they decide to continue their journey and they find an abandoned military base. And in the base, they find a camera and they start a video of Kane, Lena's husband, cutting open a fellow soldier Whoa. in the most ridiculous way possible. <laughs> Why are you cutting this guy? Is <laughs> Okay, let me finish and then we'll rant about it. But so he cuts open a soldier and they're revealing that this guy has like abnormal intestines that he's are like awake. moving like, yeah, he's still awake. Um, and they're like moving like a worm or a snake moves, like not like normal, like they don't look like normal intestines. Mm -hmm. They're just like very bloated and they're like almost got their own life. They're just like, <laughs> it's very weird. Doing like little rotating swirling Yeah, action. they're very weird. Mm-hmm. But... The reason me and Kate are pissed, I'm assuming Kate's pissed for the same reason. So this guy is fucking full ass awake and he's getting cut into with just like a fucking hunting knife. Yeah. And Kane, instead of cutting on the linea, <laughs> this bitch cuts a horizontal fucking cut, like just above the belly button, like through, through like everything. your rectus abdominis, like just muscle, like the most painful way to cut open someone. <laughs> so and then he, not only does he cut like, instead of cutting like a single line and then and then kind of retracting <laughs> he fucking cuts a window so he cuts like a square of flesh out so stupid. and then he sticks his hand in the guy and it's like pulling out the intestines like his bare ass hand and just like casually looking at them like whoa sick right but i have so many questions like the guy's not even screaming first of all he's i guess like, maybe he's dull he's doing yeah some he's just like breathing yep yeah breathing he's exercise. just doing some breathing exercises it's very weird, but Kane also looks like he's lost it a little bit because he's like kind of being savage and then washing his bloody hands in the water and they have that on video too for some reason. Um, I think, I think that up? you should explain what a linea is to people who oh, okay. didn't go to, don't <laughs> cut things open. So me and Kate are veterinarians <laughs> as we've talked about many times. So there is a line of like fibrous tissue yeah. down your midline that is a lot less painful and bloody if you cut down that instead of like through a fucking like abdominal muscle on the side so that's why people when they get surgery it's like 
perfectly down the center. Cause you have like a line, it's called the linea alba, like white line that you cut down and it's like fibrous tissue that like is a lot, a stronger hold mm-hmm. when you suture it back up. So it's less painful as well. So this guy just like fucking <laughs> cuts <laughs> through cuts that through shit. It. Doesn't give a fuck. Is, do you hear what I'm saying? Where I'm like having a surgeon would have been a smart thing to bring along. They have no, but that's the thing. It's like, okay, sure. But I don't know if you had to pick like five people without any knowledge of what's in this place. I mean, a vet for sure. No, I agree. Every fucking time a veterinarian. Maybe there's dinosaurs in there. Veterinarian. Like <laughs> also maybe a vet. That also has public health experience. Absolutely. Get yourself like a DVM PhD. Bring him in. To be clear, yeah. I'm not talking about like me. Don't bring me in there. I'm not going in there. Yeah, d- I'll go in yeah, there. I but know you will. I, I won't help you. you. I'll just. <laughs> I would never let you be like, cool. And I'd be, cool. I'd be vomit pa- passing out until you like finally gave up and you can go in. You can hold the edge of this yarn and I'll carry the yarn with Stop me. You'll it. be the yarn no, holder. No, I'll cry. I'm too sentimental. And then one day I pull the yarn and you're not attached to it. <laughs> and there's a shalligator and there's attached. A shalligator. I become the shalligator. <laughs> bring out a shalligator. Oh shit. This is who I am now, Kate. She became a shalligator and I love her. Just how she is. <laughs> I keep her in my bathtub. Oh, that's nice. That's nice. <laughs> uh, it'll be like shape of water. It will be like shape of water. And then then you come out like years later. I'm like, who the fuck do I have in my bathtub? <laughs> Who's that? <laughs> yeah. Well, her name's Ariana, and I am attached at this point. So. Her name is Ariana. Oh, She's got God. a little shallow weird name. And a little leash. <laughs> a muzzle. Again, hashtag Florida. Hashtag Florida. <laughs> Take you to the Yikes. bench, alligator. Time to go. Oh, that's nice. It would be all vaccinated. I'd love it forever. Even if it did try to attack me sometimes. I wouldn't attack you. That's sweet. Yeah. That's nice. I told you by <laughs> the first animal that I ever... Um, sedated was a it was not a shell it was a regular crocodile but wait really mm-hmm. what did you sedate it with uh ketamine and something else i don't know i was too busy being terrified uh but Fair. i had like a like a pole <laughs> this was a in, blow dart this was in south africa so i had like a pole and like a syringe on the end of it that you could and you have to oh, get between okay. their big scales on their tail oh it was on the tail yeah so that i went sense. for the tail because the tail was curved so i can like get in between the Sure. Giant scales. And they act like they're not watching you, which is terrifying. And that's sketchy. They were yeah. in a, it was in a pit. They were in like this giant pit. This was at a, at a research center. And I literally had one of the people who worked there, one of the research assistants holding onto the back of my t-shirt because I had to like lower into the pit to like oh that's cool to like boom like poke it and then it immediately whips around which they told us it would do that whips around because it knows where i've been the whole time and like run charges at me and then they have to like yeet me out of there and like i had to like run behind a fence that is so cool it was really scary but i was i was the only non-vet student in a group of vet students so i had to pretend like it was no big deal at all it was it was a very big deal i'm surprised they let you do that that's pretty sweet yeah they're like you want to poke the alligator the crocodile like what do you you, you, were gotta, like, yes. you gotta be like yeah i'm tough i'm brave i can do it Fuck yeah. Exactly what my parents told me not to do when I told them I was going, <laughs> going to South Africa. You know, you're supposed to run it a diag- like a back and forth. Trust me. I'm, there are two creatures that I am legitimately terrified of. One of them is a crocodile or an alligator and the other one is a bear. Yeah. Bears are scary. I agree. Not, yeah. And this was a, we'll get to the bear, but they're both featured heavily in this movie, which is why this movie is horror. The bear is awesome. Love the bear. Bear's great. We're almost to the bear. Love the shalligator. Yes. Almost there. Would have been extra cool if there was like a chimp though, because chimps are scary too. Why would there be a chimp here? 
I guess why not? They haven't. Oh no, Chesapeake Bay Area. I don't think they have a lot of. Chimps. You're right. I'm like, duh. <laughs> <laughs> I would. I would have less of a problem with a chimp showing up than several of the other things that happen in this. Then what actually yeah. happens? Yeah, I wouldn't have yeah. a problem with that at all. Ugh, yes. Yeah. Anyway, I just want a chimp because chimps are scary. Chimps are really scary. But yeah, so they're in yeah. this like military. This, this. Oh wait, I forgot. This is also a scene where I'm like, y'all are fucking stupid. Where they go, so this military base that they found used to be the base of operations for, oh shoot, what are they called? For that, the Southern Reach, which is the out, the like branch of the military government, whatever it is, it's in charge of this, is the Southern Reach. And so that used to be their post until the Shimmer expanded and took it. Yeah. And they, they get there and they realize that Kane has been there and the 11th expedition that he was in has been there because there's... um. Uh, guard posting like with guard rotations for who's going to stand guard mm -hmm. and they like figure it out like it's a puzzle or something like look at these numbers i think it's a guard rotation i think that they it looks like they stood guard and we should too i'm like what you guys weren't gonna have a guard rotation <laughs> yeah yeah and they don't like your friend just got attacked by a fucking shalligator <laughs> and you're not trying to protect yourself in this wilderness they don't they don't even like shut the door behind them they just like drop their bags like everywhere and then just like walk around i'm like you weren't gonna have a post set up you that's a good fucking point idiots you had to like well you know what none of these people are military except for alina and lena's the one who says that i'm pretty sure yeah but it's you don't have to be in the military to set up guard I'm just bombs. saying these people are all a bunch of nerds yeah. Ariana and I would be like freaking linked elbows back to back like <laughs> the Impossible entire time style. nothing sneaking up on me and they're like maybe we should like check our six every now and then <laughs> these guys did it so <laughs> guess we should do it too so no weird. kidding dude yeah. no kidding there's a lot of stupid shit just, for sure just, it's not a puzzle to be solved like you guys know how to like track the sun using your watch and like know which way is set. Like, no, 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 no. Yeah. Yeah. You, you know how to set up a guard post. And also, again, someone just got attacked. Like, like literally the ago. scene before this. Yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> dumb. Dumb. Okay. Dumb, dumb, well, dumb. so Lena sees this video that is like really disturbing and she still doesn't tell the group that Kane's her husband. So the only person that knows is the psychologist, mm -hmm. but that's not really super relevant, but um, they end up finding the soldier's body that was cut up and his body is like still up against the wall that his body was cut up against in the video and they find the knife. But the coolest part of this, the coolest part, and I'm sure you agree, Kate yes. is how this body is decomposing. It's like, splattered up along the wall and i say splattered because it's like the it's like first of all it's surrounded by like a halo of rainbow fungus mm -hmm. Beautiful. and the body is just like is like almost like angelic because mm -hmm. it's like it's like reaching upwards and the the mandible is like detached from the rest of the skull and the skull is like up and at an angle and like it's just gorgeous because gorgeous. the fungus is just like on Point. Yeah, it's the so fungus pretty. is on point, she said. <laughs> you heard it here first. The fungus is that's on a great, elite. Honestly, that's a great, like, one sentence review of this movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the fungus is on yes. point. <laughs> it does not disappoint. No, it's gorgeous. It's just like everything's so, like, it's, I get it. It's supposed to be, like, colorful and, like, life and biodiversity, whatever. Okay, we get it. It's very Lovecraftian. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Very, very Lovecraftian. Very cool. 
Um, so yeah, so they're watching, they decided to watch the perimeter of the base. No kidding. So they're watching the perimeter of the base, but somehow, (laughs) somehow a large bear comes. They're chatting. They're having a casual chat as women do. You know how women do. (laughs) This is why men are better at everything. (laughs) That's the moral of this story. Men are superior and they shouldn't have let those girls in there in the first place. It's science. It's science, not a place for ladies. <laughs> um, so the large bear comes and drags off and kills Cass, this is the geomorphologist. And she's screaming. She's like, help me, help me. And then she stops screaming. It so was horrifying. It was scary. It was horrifying. You don't see the bear, though. You but do you see know, the bear. Well, I think you, you vaguely, you see like a shape of a bear. You see a giant bear. <laughs> yeah, it's, like a grizzly. So like, uh, that's looking. what I thought. Because I'm like, this is a humongous bear. Is this meant to be a grizzly? Yeah. But it, like, it's actually like it doesn't look like a grizzly. And it's not. So it's an American black bear, which are like the cuddliest are and sweetest of the bears. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. and, but it's mutated, which is why it's gigantic. Oh, like okay, okay. So it's meant to bear. be a nice bear that became mean. Yeah. Evil bear. A naughty bear. Okay, okay. Because we have black bad bears boy. in the Appalachian. Like, we have black bears that, like, come around. Like, we can see them on my parents' cameras around their, like, house. Yeah. Yeah. In the, yeah. But they just, like, come, like, eat your garbage and, like, you have to, like, be like, get yeah. out of here, bear. Yeah. Fun fact, you're supposed to intimidate them if yeah. they come over. They'll run away. If you, like, get big and scream at them, they'll run. But grizzlies, you don't do that because you'll don't die. do that. <laughs> Don't do it. If it's brown, don't do it. If it's black, do it. If it's brown. Well, a lot of black bears are also brown. Oh, really? Like dark brown? Most of them, I think, are actually technically brown. I know this because probably once a month, I look up how to escape the different types of bears. Fair. I, just I think about it constantly. Get, I don't want to get them mixed up. <laughs> I think about it constantly That's as well. I'm so glad that we have like the same anxiety here. That, like, we're... <laughs> yeah. That's because we watch movies like this. <laughs> feed that anxiety and i'm like thank god i know Dear what kind god. of bear that is like as soon as it showed up I'm like what kind of bear is it it shouldn't be doing that intimidate it no nope, yeah. don't do that is it a grizzly do you climb or do you not climb what do you do right you can climb but you'll still die so black bears are really good at climbing <laughs> don't climb you're still gonna die except your fate yeah play dead right aren't you supposed to play dead and count to a thousand with a grizzly yes yeah because they'll like literally leave and like sit behind a tree and like watch you and make sure you're actually dead mm-hmm. How but it's like, why are they killing you unless they're trying to eat you? So if you play dead, they're they just not like... necessarily trying to eat you. Oh, okay, they're so sometimes they you. just want to hunt you for no reason. Is that okay. not really scary? Also, what a painful way to die. I mean, sure, they're animals. Yeah, don't. Uh, yeah, don't think about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why I carry bear mace everywhere I go, <laughs> even to the toilet. Which is actually just wasp spray. It's just wasp spray. Back to my PSA, <laughs> why you should always have wasp spray in a holster ready to go. You never know. In a holster. A mutant bear they should make appear. trial travel size ones. Travel size wasp spray? I think that's just called mace. Oh. That's just regular mace. <laughs> what if you use regular mace on a wasp? It would probably die. It Or get really mad at you. Oh, God. You probably mace yourself. You know how it like, gets everywhere? And then... Yeah. And then there's just wasps it would chase you, you can't see. And you couldn't see it. <laughs> Jokes on you. Don't do it. We've decided not a good idea. Every now and then I'll test my mace and make sure I still like can like flip it really fast. And oh, really? I've never opened mine because I'm afraid I'm going to mace myself. (laughs) Well, I know. Well, practice. Mine's like probably 10 years old at this point. And I mine still works. Never used it. It's 10 years old. It's at least 10 years old. I have a couple of them. 
Oh, wow. That's good. It doesn't expire. I just assume that it doesn't work anymore. It's pepper juice. I mean, spray it in someone's eye. (laughs) Break it open. (laughs) Dump it on them if you have to. Or you can just have like a bag of pocket sand. You're just like, that's helpful too. (laughs) You blow it right in your eyes. Oh, that's some witchy shit. And these are, these are the tips. I hope y'all are writing this down club members. Hot tips. Everyone's like, get back to the fucking movie and pocket sand. They're like all fast forwarded for them. Anyway, back into shimmer. Uh, Meanwhile, all right. So Cass is dead. Um, so they (laughs) forgot they, uh, mourn Cass, but then they decide to keep going. Well, she goes to find her body. Yes. Yes. I would not have done that if I'm being very honest. I think she's just trying to go make sure she's like actually dead and doesn't mm-hmm. need her help or something. So she like sort of goes off by herself to find the body and she finds the body. And so we know she's dead. It looks like a body to me. It looked real. Yeah. Yeah. All, all like the a dead deaths body. in this movie, which is not a spoiler because the beginning they're like, this person's dead. Don't know what happened to that one. Yes, you're right. They do go through each person and they're like, is this person dead? Yes. Is this person dead? Yes. Is this person dead? I don't know. Is this person dead? I don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, very cool. It's, yeah, I really did. So like you know that. everyone's dying. <laughs> yeah, and all the deaths are so graphic and real. Cool. And very yeah. cool. The kills are fabulous cool. in this movie. So that they get a point for Good that. Good kills. Yeah. Yes, yes. I Even agree. just like the bear yeah. showing up was so visceral and real the way it like grabs her and like drags her. Oh god, I know. It was very realistic. It was really scary. And then when they find her, it's like her throat is completely ripped out. And she's like got blood from her nose mm-hmm. and yeah, but she's it's very otherwise sad. intact because it's like this bear didn't eat her. Yeah. He just like killed her for no reason. Just ripped her throat out. Yeah. Very weird. Scary. So bad bear. Bad bear. <laughs> so, so they decide to keep going and then on their way, they find like this field of like flowering plants shaped like humans, Gorgeous. which is like the coolest, most beautiful shit ever. And Josie, which I think is weird that the physicist is the one who theorizes this, that the shimmer is distorting DNA (laughs) like a prism refracts light (laughs) and is mixing plant and animal DNA. And they're like, also, this is like, oh, like they try to. Okay, this is a perfect example of why this sucks. (laughs) So they try to be very scientific and they say something about Hox genes. You know what you would find if you tested that? And she's like, Hawks genes. Well, that's the thing. <laughs> so the physicist, the physicist asks the biologist who is a specialist in mitosis and cellular mm-hmm. division what she would find if she tested that, quote unquote, and she's holding a leaf from these flower people. And Natalie Portman goes, what? And she's like, Hawks genes. And then Natalie Portman explains to the audience that Hawks genes are like the code that your body uses to like create the human form, which she describes as like a head on a body and like connected to shoulders, elbows, wrists, like a bit of a simplification, but sure. Sure. But okay. Like what about all the organ systems and all of the vasculature and the fact that this plant is human shaped is not enough not to enough. say that this is related to Hox genes. <laughs> it's just unbelievably ridiculous. And that is the perfect example of why this movie sucks because they'll throw out shit like Hox genes and it makes you want it to be true. But then the more you think about it, the more you're like, no, fuck this. You, you, That's exactly right. Because it's like, if you had given me some absolute space gibberish, I would be like, cool. Like into yeah. it. Yeah. Ruby, yeah. Space, space garbage. Love it. But they're like talking about things that are real. I'm like, no. 
No, so that's please. actually, I'm so glad you brought this up because that's a, that's a very important plot point. And also number one on my quote of stupid science oh, really? quotes. Yeah. Yes. I'm going to pull it up right here so I get it exactly the way that she said it because oh, I laughed so hard. <laughs> it refracts the DNA. All right. No, like a prism. Okay. That doesn't make fucking sense. Sure. That's not what sure, refraction sure, sure. means. You're a physicist. You no, know, you can refract waves, right? Like light. Like whenever I think of refraction, I think of like when you're in a pool and like your legs look all funky. Because yeah. the light is like hitting the water and it like travels at a different yes. speed through the water. And like, yeah, that's why it's jumbling our radio waves. But it's like, yeah, okay, yes, I, that I would buy. It's jumbling like the, what we were seeing and light and radio waves. But our DNA is not a wave. <laughs> it's it, it's a thing. It's a, like a structure inside of your body at a microscopic it's level. Not, <laughs> um, it's not. It's not electromagnetic. No, you can't refract. <laughs> like, what do you mean refract it? What does this mean? And there's so many different things that they could have done. Like they could have been like, it methylates your DNA in a different pattern or, you know, Oh yeah. Literally anything that could change or like, anything like radiation related, right. because the idea is that it's okay. Sure. Yeah. You get mutations from radiation hitting your DNA. Sure. But can you please give me something that makes a little bit more sense? <laughs> Jesus Christ. It refracts the DNA. <laughs> The, and I have it. It's just, she says the shimmer is a prism, but it refracts everything, not just light and radio waves, animal DNA, plant DNA. Oh my God. All DNA. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> okay, sure. sure. But also like, if we're going off of this mutation thing, mutation is not something that happens instantaneously. No. Hello. No. <laughs> like... But if you're it's going to give birth to, to, haven't you seen the hills have eyes? No. You, it takes <laughs> you're going to give birth to mutants. <laughs> <laughs> God damn. This is the moment that I was like, oh, God damn it. Is this going to be dumb? Is this going to be know. bad? But that's the thing is they they throw the shit at you and you're like, I fucking hate this. But also I'm looking at a screen with just like a garden of flower people and I'm into and I'm it. into it. And also I want to be more I into want, it though. I, well, I, I'm like into it, but I'm like, I wish that they had just not explained anything because also that yes. explanation doesn't really matter. Matter. Mm -hmm. Doesn't matter. We don't need to know about Hawks genes because it, it just feels incorrect. wrong. It feels like she like got the incorrect answer and then they just like went on. I wonder, is this in the book? Like, I don't know if I don't you know, know that. If this but is, I, don't, I don't think that they, um, I don't think they explained. Really hard. So in the book, I guess we can go ahead and say, so we know that the shimmer is affecting whatever's inside it. It's affecting their DNA and it's mutating it and kind of like scrambling it. And so it's, that's what the prism refracting, analogy, refracting God, it, Jesus, if you will. wrong word, so many other words, but not refraction. <laughs> that's not what that means. <laughs> Uh, so <laughs> but I feel like in the book, if it's written from the biologist's point of view, maybe she does go into the science behind things a little bit. But also, I feel like the person who wrote the book should have had a consultant about this. You can't just like you can consult. These a lot concepts of are too. Yeah. Like my thing is like these concepts are too complex to just like Google shit and like write about. So I feel like she should have consulted someone. And if not the person who wrote the book. But like the fucking writer screenplay of the movie, like someone should have like corrected this problem and just been called, like, can we make this better? Call a biochemist and just run it by him. Yeah. Just run it by him. Yeah. Jesus They ran Christ. it by no one. 
They were like, it's fine. Just it's fine. And this is why it's frustrating. It's like, that's not like, we're not brilliant for knowing what refraction is. I know like, that's the thing. That's basic high school physics, <laughs> but also like not to alienate people. If you have like literally no idea what we're talking about and you're like, these bitches are being assholes. Like I don't remember shit about fucking like history, like U.S. history right. from because I don't use that every day, but like we use this shit every day. So like we remember it, even though we learned it very early, as I'm sure everyone did. You just forget about it if you don't use it, which is fair. But like at some point in their lives, everyone who's passed high school has learned about mm-hmm. what the word refraction is. Reflection versus refraction. Yes. Like it's at the same time you learn what like concave versus convex means. Like, like, yes. Yeah, exactly. Pretty basic stuff. Anyway, frustrating. It's like physics. First day of physics. <laughs> She's like, I got it. And you're like, no, you don't. <laughs> Keep oh, trying. It's like, sure. Okay. Okay. Sure. 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 I'm here for it though, because I, <laughs> I love that there's just like people plants everywhere. I like the people plants. The people plants are gorgeous. And so I'm like, okay, like this movie gets a pass for all the things that we can't explain in a podcast yes. because it's all the visual parts of the movie. I know. Yeah. That's the thing is people are going to listen to this and be like, fuck this movie, but it's just visually stunning it's and gorgeous. beautiful. And you, you so should you should watch still watch it, yeah, it. Watch especially it. if you're not like super into horror. I mean, obviously if you're listening to this and you want to get scared, sure. But she's, it's not a scary movie. Like scared there's me. one scene that's scary. Well, I hated it. <laughs> so well, I gave <laughs> me nightmares. There's, there's one scene with a scary bear that we're going to talk about right now. It's actually. very scary. It's very scary. Very scary. <laughs> Uh, I was like, I'm ignoring that. Right. <laughs> I'm correcting it and moving on. Very scary. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. So now we have Anya losing her fucking mind. Anya is Jane the Virgin. Yeah. AKA Gina Rodriguez. So she's like looking AKA at her. AKA dead weight in this group. I love dead her. Weight. I don't know. No. Love her. Team Anya no. for sure. No. She jeopardizes so much. She loses her shit. She goes crazy. Yeah, that's my point, Ariana. That's bad. They say at some point, they're like, it feels like dementia. They say yeah, that. They like, do. she doesn't, she's losing her shit. I mean, this sounds like on brand for something I would do is just like go crazy for no reason. Oh, God. Like, it does. <laughs> just like starts fucking hallucinating. You relate to nowhere. her is what it is. I do ah, relate okay. to her. Okay, okay. I don't want that girl on my apocalypse team is all I'm I saying. I mean, now we know. <laughs> yeah, in retrospect, this bitch is crazy. Well, so she like- immediately, they'd like find that video of Kane get like cutting into that guy's abdomen. She's like, it's a trick of the light. I'm like, girl, you better tighten those screws real fast. She's in denial. Well, she's the one that thinks that it's not real. So she, out of- Everyone, she's That's like the logical why you one. Like her because she's a skeptic. Ah. <laughs> she's a skeptic, but she also hallucinates and is ragey and is Hispanic. So I'm on board. Ariana loves a hallucinating, ragey skeptic. It's her favorite character. <laughs> I wonder why. <laughs> I wonder why. That's so interesting. <laughs> I wonder why. <laughs> oh wait, I forgot a line about Anya that I also wrote down. And this is not a science line. This was just like a bad. <laughs> line. Oh no. So one, oh, one no. of my criticisms of this movie is just overall, the dialogue is just very bad. I think that the dialogue is, is it? I think it was really bad. And I have like a couple of lines that I wrote down, but the worst one is whenever they're first meeting and they go into the shimmer and they're kind of explaining, Oh, everyone is broken goods here. And I'm like, Ugh, like meaning like all of them have something going on with them that, made them go into the shimmer with you didn't like that i like so that. i like that i like that what i didn't like was what came after which was we're all damaged goods here anya is sober therefore an addict and, and i'm like oh, oh that's her deal i couldn't think of what her deal was she's okay a, and she's a she's sober that's fucked up yeah like fuck that's you fucked up. like 
I couldn't. Yeah. Cause I was making a list of like who had like what trauma in their lives yes. and I couldn't figure out, I couldn't remember what Anya's was. It's Cause it's bad. And just that's not, come on guys. Like unless she's like snorting cocaine, like in the shimmer, like give her a fucking break. She's sober. Well, that's why they, that's why they said it first because it's the least terrible. It's not, I it's think. Like, yeah. Lots of people are have some fucking be humble. Like being like, yeah. Oh, we're all broken goods here. She's sober. Therefore, she's fucking sober. Addict. It's like, cool. Like, she's good for yeah. her, bitch. Like Jesus, she's gotten over it. Yeah, good for <laughs> like, her. That's crazy. Bad. And so she's an, she's an addict, <laughs> which I'm like, okay. 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 Um, the girl who got her throat ripped out, the, the surveyor, she had a daughter who passed of leukemia. Yeah. Uh, and then do we know, I keep wanting to call her Vinkman, not her name. <laughs> Ventress. Ventress. Do we know the psychologist's damage yet? We find it out eventually. I think we don't know it yet. I think we know it soon. Okay. But I think Natalie Portman's character knows it okay. at this point because okay. I think she figures it out early. So we can tell people, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not really relevant. It's not relevant. At this and point this anyway. is another place where the dialogue is not great, where they're like, she has cancer, so she knew she wasn't coming back. I'm like, you don't really... You don't just like die drop from dead, yes. right? Like you don't just drop it. She's brain. like, plus she looks like a, she like a so normal, healthy. healthy person Yeah, she's at this point. Obviously like it's hiking not hiking around. She doesn't have minutes left. No. Yeah. That. And also I really don't, I don't like it when in movies are just like, it's, you know, cancer. <laughs> it's like, what kind of cancer? Tell what me what kind of cancer they behave differently. Aren't we all scientists? I'm pretty sure we're all, doesn't she work at Johns Hopkins? Like, yeah, this bitch is fucking, you can, yeah. you can say what kind, like, <laughs> Yes. Just cancer. It's cancer. You don't need to know. Don't ask cancer. questions. My, mitosis. Don't worry about it. Mitosis is bad. When when it mitosis too much, it's bad and it's cancer. I'm it's like, bad. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes. When then we'll learn what Lena's baggage is. Well, her, is it her baggage? Oh my God. I I forgot. <laughs> Kate hates this storyline. I hate it. <laughs> okay. 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 I like it because I like that everyone has a baggage. Like <sighs> I need, I need it to be equal and I need Anya's to be worse than her soberness because that's dumb. <laughs> can you imagine if they listed that like in the middle of everyone else's baggage though if they were like oh her daughter died of leukemia oh she's sober therefore um, an addict <laughs> therefore an addict god yikes early no Woo. all right Ooh. anyway so the addict looks at her fingerprints and <laughs> convinces herself that she sees them like moving and swirling and she goes crazy. And then she finds like Lena's locket with a picture of Kane in it and figures out that Kane must have been Lena's husband and like thought it was sketchy that Lena didn't tell anyone that she was She's bugging out Kane's wife. Right. So she ends up freaking out and thinking that Lena is there to like cut them up or whatever. Also, she's at that point accusing Ventress of lying about what happened to the girl who got her throat ripped out in the movie. It doesn't make any sense. You hear her being like, help Well, she me. said, you're the only one who saw her. They're like, yeah, they're firing into the woods and that's a good point. Like, call, rallying everyone. Like they might not see it with their eyeballs, but they hear her screaming. And so that didn't make yeah. sense to me in the book. There's no like giant dramatic deaths like that. They just like disappear. Oh shit. Mm -hmm. Okay. So in the book, Ventress was like, she went beyond the border and I, she, oh. I couldn't stop her. She just went interesting wow so that makes more sense of why she was so like i don't i don't know if i believe you like ah okay yeah i guess it, in retrospect like there's very little else that could happen to this woman as we hear her being dragged away by some sort of creature 
So yeah, you're right. But she's the point is, is this girl thinks her fucking fingerprints are swirling. Like she thinks she might be. She's crazy. Like she went crazy. She has crazy eyes. Like she lost it. She ties up her friends. Yeah, they're all tied up. That's very important. <laughs> they're bound and gagged. They're tied up, and she's like going on like a villain monologue <laughs> when she hears Cass, who is presumably dead, screaming outside for help. And she runs to go help her outside. And while she's out there, the bear oh God. from Kate's nightmares, nightmares comes into the room. And Kate, do you want to describe the bear? Because I know no. it's going to be cathartic for you no. since you love the bear. <laughs> okay. It's so scary. I, I posted about this bear on Instagram like two years ago. Probably whenever I was, te- you texted me and I'm like, I got to post about it. Probably when I was like, Kate, let's do the bear. I'll post, yeah. I'm going to post it again so everyone can see the bear. But it's like a, a, like a horrifying work of art. I kind of want to make it the picture on our on our website oh for this, this movie episode yeah i think yeah. that's a good idea i want people we're to gonna see ruin it. it i don't care i, don't I care. did the same thing for the ritual <laughs> did. i don't give a fuck you let's sure do did. it well i don't think this ruins anything <laughs> so the bear is like this huge black bear apparently but bigger because it's a mutant and it's a bear skull fused with a human skull like it's with not her human skull yes and we find out because the bear is making noises that are like a deep bear noise mixed with Cass's final voice screams. screaming for help. Yeah. And it's so fucking cool. It's literally like part bear, part Cass who just got fucking murdered. It's so, but it's like Cass in her final moments. It like absorbed that. Help! Like, it's just like so fucking because like these, it's not just like, it sounds silly. Like the bear's not just like opening its mouth and sounding like a person. Like they slow down her scream. So it's like, you know, I, guys, I'm going to play it right here. So you guys can hear it. Horrifying. Scary, very scary bear. It's very scary. Comes in. <laughs> and... At this point, the bear is like slowly smelling all the tied up women. Mm-hmm. And Anya's out of the room. Like she's outside, I guess, looking for Cass, whatever. So the bear is like, Well, no, you hear her get attacked. <laughs> well, yes, but we're not there mm-hmm. yet. So the bear is smelling the women that are tied up and they can't do shit. So they're just like sitting there hoping that the bear will like leave them alone if they don't like move or scream. Yeah. So the bear ends up though smelling and biting um, Josie. Mm-hmm like on the shoulder and Josie's just like sitting there getting bit and screaming. And then that's when Anya flies into the room. Wounded. She's been wounded. Yes. In her final moments of glory has a change of heart and kills the bear because she's like saving Josie, I guess. And so she like shoots the shit out of the bear. The bear gets pissed, knocks over everybody and then runs at Anya and fucking mauls the shit out of her and tears her face in half. And it's fucking cool kill because her literal jaw is like off her face. Slaps it right off of her face. Yeah. I will appreciate, like, I like cool kills like this. And if you guys listen to Terrifier 2, you know that I'm like not into torture shit. And I don't like when people are still alive when bad shit is happening to them. I like that this is an immediate kill. Mm -hmm. I like that she like has no life left immediately, which I don't know if that is real, but I like that she just is like rip her throat out. He rips her throat out and like tears off her jaw and she just is like gone Gone. immediately. So it's like a quick death and it's a pretty cool looking one because they show everything. Oh yeah. Um, And then Josie ends up freeing herself and shoots the bear dead. Oh Josie. And 
Yeah. And then after they're all decompressing from all of this, <laughs> um, <laughs> Dr. Ventress decides to keep moving on her journey. And that's when they discuss that Dr. Ventress is dying from cancer mm -hmm. and she wants to study the lighthouse before she dies or mutates. Mm -hmm. Okay. Sure. Sure. And I, and I get her being like, we're not doing this, like, like walk here, camp, walk here, camp. We got to like run. Cause it's like every yeah, second. Yeah. Cause it's like the longer you wait, the more you're scrambled. People are going to go fucking crazy. Yeah. Cause they say that it feels like you're going crazy. Exactly. Like your brain feels scrambled, which I think is interesting. It's really and cool. scary to imagine like not being in your right mind in a situation like this. Right. Yeah. Not having that's why control I of your mental faculties. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That's love bad that stuff. Because mm -hmm. I like to think that like we're smart women and a lot of most women are smart. And so like whenever you like can't use your brain. Yeah. Like what do you do? You're fucked. Yeah. And that is like a very common fear, I think, for everyone. But a lot of intelligent people, I think, are afraid of going crazy. Yeah. And I don't know about you, Kate, but there's just like a little feeling in the back of my brain that someday I'm just going to lose it. I'm just going to snap <laughs> and I'm going to wake up bound just, and gagged with a locket dangled in front of I'm me. I'm going to be in a psychiatric hospital someday and I'm okay with it. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, I'll just keep your face in the locket to bring you back to reality. And then okay. while you're looking at it, I'll shoot you in the face. Okay, sounds good. Spray. Whatever. Then I'll be dead. Yeah. It'll be fine. <laughs> with wasp spray. Oh, you're going to shoot me with wasp spray, yeah, not kill me. Okay. What the hell? <laughs> I thought in this scenario, I'm crazy and we're in the shimmer. And I still shoot you with only wasp spray. <laughs> Unlike you, bound and gagged. <laughs> She's crazy. She thinks everyone's going to kill her. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, so... Lena and Josie. So, okay. So that's when Dr. Ventress like leaves and is like, I'm fucking booking it. I don't care. And Lena and Josie are like, I need to just like chill and decide what we're going to do. So they like stay behind and they're like decompressing outside in the field of flower people. And yeah. they discuss that the shimmer mixed up pieces of dying cast into the bear, which is creepy as fuck. Mm -hmm. And Josie expresses that she doesn't want that to happen to her and then walks into the forest and willfully and peacefully mutates into a plant person. It's beautiful. Which is cool as fuck. Really cool. Yeah. So then Lena's like, fuck. Okay. So then she like goes to the lighthouse. She's like continuing to the lighthouse. And then she gets to the beach where obviously they're on the coast and she's almost to the lighthouse and she's surrounded by these prism trees made of like glass or ice or something. I think they're made of and glass. they're fucking gorgeous. It's on a beach. Yeah. And so like, and it's a prism. Yeah. It's a prism. It's like, cause if, like lightning strikes sand, like sand can become yeah. glass, but they're like these. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. I like that. But they're like I didn't giant think about that. trees. Yeah. Maybe they're not trees. Maybe it's like where it got struck. That's what I, I thought it was like. I thought it looked like an outward explosion, like, like a tree. Ah, but it was from cool. like meteor strikes. Ooh, I like that. Okay. That's what okay. I thought. So not ice. Cause they yes, show, no, they show the smart. lighthouse at the very beginning getting blasted with whatever hit it. And then there's like a bunch oh. of boom. But there's also things in the uh, in the sand that don't make sense. And like there's not an explanation for right. which I like. <laughs> yes, I like that. I like that. Yes. So there's these weird glass explosion tree looking structures mm -hmm. around the lighthouse. But she finds the lighthouse and she enters it. Did you notice that um, she just like drops her bag on the beach? She just leaves all of her stuff. Oh, 
Oh, because she's crazy now. I don't know why you would she's do like, that. She's like, whatever, I'm done. You made it so far. <laughs> and then she just takes her like go bag and just like leaves it on the beach and is like, all right, I'm going to walk towards the lighthouse now. That's a good point. I don't know why she would do that. Maybe she's like barely hanging on to her sanity. Maybe. And she just makes dumb decisions now. Like, this is heavy. <laughs> yeah. Like, why am I carrying this still? Why am I carrying this? Okay. So she goes into the lighthouse. <gasps> we didn't talk about the microscope. Oh, yeah, we didn't. Okay. We'll, we'll back up. So she's in the lighthouse. Remember that, guys. Let's talk about the fucking microscope so when this is like around the time when Anya's losing her shit mm-hmm. so freaking lena takes a sharp instrument pokes herself in the arm and she has like a little bubble of blood and she puts the blood on the microscope and what happens kate what do we see <laughs> it's like glow blood it's, and it's first of all mitosis what <laughs> i have first of all do you know how big of a microscope it takes in order to a see things at a unicellular cell. level? A sim- mitosing? Yeah. <laughs> also, red blood cells don't undergo mitosis. Spoiler, Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. They, they do not have nuclei. Well, here they do, and they glow. <laughs> they are in their final form. They glow. And I, this is the quote that I wrote down that cracked me up because it was delivered so seriously. Oh, God, I love this. She goes, I can't wait. I checked my blood last night. It's in me. <laughs> <laughs> it's in me. <laughs> So what you see on the microscope is these like cells that are not red blood cells, like, like vibrating and they're alive for some reason. And they are mitosing. And one of the cells is black and gray. And the other one is like rainbow colored. (laughs) Why is it? Why is everything in this world a rainbow? Why does you can't things that are that small are not colored because light is too big of a wavelength to create colors on something that's pretty little blood drop (laughs) so weird Uh, (laughs) and they do the glow is a big part of the book is like she feels like there's like a glow inside of her that's growing oh that's kind of cool yeah i like that but it just didn't work in um in a movie visual medium they couldn't just be glowing little little goofy little goofy (laughs) could you imagine if they were glowing. Oh, Can you no. imagine if I turned you and like I checked my blood and I'm like that's a sentence I said. I checked my blood. And it's in me. It's in and me. And you're a biologist at Johns Hopkins. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear God. They don't speak intelligently. Like uh, you can speak a little I want bit. it to be real. It's just it I takes it me out real. of it immediately. I know, but I want it to be real. Ugh. You want this to be real? I want I want this movie to have more realistic things yeah, that I happen. Yeah, that, that I agree but with. Or just be it's fine. insane. Just be over the top, like Color Out of Space, which this is, that's a Nick Cage movie on Shudder. You guys need to watch it. We should do another Nick Cage poll. Um, but it's also like based on a, a, love, a, a Lovecraft story. And it's very, it's like this, only it's not trying to science anything. Oh, okay. It's just full on bananas. I'm into I'm into full on bananas. Would really like color out of space. Would really <laughs> I mean the like name. It. The name is pretty uh, catchy. It's hard to you say. You got me there. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Annihilation, however, is easy to say. <sighs> We're about to get to why it's called that. <gasps> yeah. yeah. All right. So she's in the lighthouse. She finds a video camera next to a burnt corpse that's sitting up against a wall, and she decides to watch the footage of the video camera. I love that and this the footage. Battery is still fine it's casually it's fine got like, don't it's worry like about just it just got just enough it's like oh just a little bit <laughs> yeah yeah don't worry about it it's fine so she watches it and she sees kane telling 
the camera person that's videoing. So there's someone else there with him to find Lena. And then he pulls out a phosphorus grenade and kills himself. And that's his body up against the wall. So she basically watches her husband kill himself. That's devastating. And the phosphorus grenade is gorgeous because it's like beautiful purple light. Mm -hmm. And it's just like the brightest thing you've ever seen. And then he's just like on fire and dead. And the camera person comes out and revealed (gasps) to be a being that is like a twin doppelganger of Kang. Kane. So it looks exactly like him and is presumably the person that she met at the beginning of the movie and not her actual husband. Would that not be like um, the biggest bummer ever? You make it all the way to the lighthouse to save your husband who's in massive organ failure. <laughs> massive. Bro, I didn't even think about that. What the fuck, Ariana? <laughs> I didn't even think that she'd be like, oh, shit. Yeah, she just she just realized that all of this to save her husband or whatever, her husband's been dead this whole time. Yeah. Also, I'm not sure that she did it to save him, though. Yeah. I think she did it. They literally use the word save. But I think that they meant... You don't want it to be. (laughs) I think they meant that she owes him because she felt guilty about something else. Should we say why she feels guilty and how that's so fucking dumb? (laughs) Let's talk about that. Let's finish the movie. Let's finish the movie first because I know people are like, where, why, how can we finish this? This is where the going gets good. This is, yeah. So... We see a doppelganger of Kane. So she's like, holy fuck, there's like a twin person. Devastating. She's like, holy fuck, my husband's dead. <laughs> she She's like, all right. But she's like very blank at this point. But I think she's in shock about everything. Probably. Or she's just scrambled. So she turns around and there's a hole in the floor, which is presumably where the meteor hit initially. And she climbs into the crater and it's like this dark tunnel down into this cavern. And she finds Dr. Ventress in this cavern who is just rambling crazily about how the shimmer will swallow everything. Hashtag annihilation. (laughs) Hashtag annihilation. (laughs) At some point she goes, annihilation. And she just like fucking starts to glow and vomit up ectoplasm and disintegrate into. Do you know what a mandibulb is? A mandibulb? Mandibulb. What? That's what this is called. This like moving ectoplasm ball. It's like an actual thing (gasps) that people have created through math formulas. And it's like a fractal that exceeds topographical dimension, AKA it's like a whole new like dimensional object, but it's like an actual thing that people have created, like not in real life, obviously, but like mathematical theories. Yes, exactly. That's very cool. It's so cool because I was reading about it and I went on like a website and it's literally just like the entire website is just like complex math formulas. And I was like, I don't understand any of this. And it took me a while to figure out what it is, but it's basically like something that is like infinite, but like another dimension. It's very cool. I'm going to have to look into that for two to three hours. I know. I was like, that's why I fucking was late for this, Kate, because I was just getting real deep into this (laughs) shit. I was like, what is this? But it's just like this. For the people that need an image, it's literally like a ball of ectoplasm that's just like fucking changing and moving and just like staring at her in the face. Yes, it's very cool. Cloud of very cool color and light. Yes, mm-hmm. and it's like pulsating, and it has its own gravitational pull, and it pulls some of Lena's blood into itself, and then suddenly changes into a humanoid that mimics her. I forgot to tell you why she says annihilation. Oh, yeah. Tell me. Very different reason in the book. So 
in the book, the psychologist is still like the de facto leader of the group, but she has, there's a reason that like she uses her psychologist abilities, which I'm sorry, like in this movie, she just like doesn't, she's just like walking. She's just hiking. (laughs) She doesn't actually do anything with her. No one does. It doesn't matter. I'm not going to get into that again. Yeah. No one does does. really. (laughs) Um, We get one microscope shot and that's it. But she has like programmed everyone in the group with like hypnosis cues what Mm -hmm. and so she has a cue that lena observes and it's a way of her like calling the entire group together she says consolidation of authority and they all like listen to her so like if they were like bickering about where to go next she'll just say that and then they're like they just do what she says kind of and follows her oh my god that's so cool i was totally thinking that i was like how are all these like very strong-minded women just like casually doing everything together like you'd think there would be like some sort of conflict but there really isn't well that's that's why. very interesting <laughs> that's why mind cool. control Good to know. um and the <laughs> annihilation scene in the book she's in the i don't know what it is like tunnel cavern spaceship whatever it is and she sees lena come in the biologist come in and she sees this glow coming out of lena and she's freaked out and she has programmed suicide cues for each of them also oh fuck yeah and her suicide cue was an annihilation and so she's like screaming annihilation at her and it does does not work oh shit that is so cool Mm -hmm. it doesn't work because she's probably scrambled in her brain yeah she's like what that was like five days ago girl Yeah, she's like, that was five weeks that ago. That was a long time ago. I don't remember that. And so it does not Wow, work. that's so cool. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Good to know. Well, in this movie, it more plays off of like, as Dr. Ventress is dying and like disintegrating mm-hmm. and like becoming the orb thing, she is screaming annihilation. But it's also interesting because it makes me feel like the glowing thing was in dr ventress the whole time because she's like glowing as she's dying and not the other way around i think that there's yeah i think that all of them are glowing a bit right yeah yeah they got some glow never really glowing until the end but okay all right (laughs) okay so she is now staring at this like humanoid that's like metallic and like iridescent and like It's sort of mimicking her and she tries to shoot at it and the bullets go through the humanoid's body and then swirl around it and become like wings. It's very cool. Cool. Like very cool. And she's like, fuck. So she like attempts (laughs) to escape. Um, (laughs) But then this humanoid thing is like mimicking her and then like she gets slammed up against the door and it presses up against her so hard it like crushes her chest and she passes out. And when she wakes up, The creature is like mimicking every small movement she does. Um, But then she tricks it to accept a phosphorus grenade that she pulls the um, pulls the thing out of and the pin out of. Yeah. And it explodes and burns the humanoid and burns the lighthouse and the shimmer collapses and disintegrates. She makes, she bolts. Cool. She like pulls the pin and is like, psych. She's like deuces. Yeah. yeah. She like runs away, which I think it's so cool. Um, and we'll talk a little bit more about it. It's at the very end, cool. It's very interesting that that's how this kind of ends. It's almost like it's very climactic, but also like anticlimactic. Cause you're just like, it's the climax of like the visually stunning aspects of the movie, but like anticlimactic in that, like none of it, really means anything like i don't know it's just like really hard i liked it so this was one no, of the, i loved it as well okay good this was a pro in my column i thought that the ending like the climax where they get to the lighthouse did not disappoint 
Oh, same. Yeah. I yeah. love That's watching what I mean. this it's thing like, like mirror her movements. And it's not like a perfect mirror. It's like learning and like trying to do what she's yeah, doing. Yeah, it's disgusting because it's yeah. like a thing that's trying to become her. Mm-hmm. And it's the girl that we were talking about earlier. <gasps> it's Katie from her. It's Katie. I remember Katie's Katie. Katie's stalking her. The unnamed no. character from the Katie game? the med student from Johns Hopkins. No, it's the it's the actress. And she's like a really skinny ballerina. So it's just she looks like a very weird alien humanoid thing. And she's obviously really good at movement theory. And so she's just really good at mimicking mm-hmm. Natalie Portman. And it's fucking cool. Very cool. Um, yes. It's scary. So, <laughs> it's yeah. Freaky. So back at the facility, we have Lena talking to the interrogator about the shimmer. And at some point she says... The shimmer was not destroying. It was making something new. So it was just like breaking things down and recreating things. And then she asked to see Kane, who is now awake and fully alive and stable mm-hmm. because the shimmer is gone, which I don't understand. I don't think they do um, Because presumably Kane is part of the shimmer mm-hmm. because he is the humanoid thing. And she asked Kane if he is really Kane, to which he replies, I don't think so. Scary. And yeah, it's cool. And then he asks Lena if she is Lena and she gasps and doesn't respond. So we don't know if Lena is Lena. And then they hug and the camera shows their irises shimmering. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. What, do you, so. what do you think? Do you think that I think that that's definitely Lena because we see the other one get blown up. I just think that she's been like assimilated with yeah, the yeah i think that glow is still in her i think she's probably more lena than not lena but i think she probably doesn't identify like she probably can't 100 identify herself as the same person that went in so she, that's why she doesn't answer so yeah it's yeah. essentially a different person yeah yeah but it's not like the humanoid switcheroo no. that kane pulled yeah, it's not a switcheroo it's like a mutant situation yeah yeah she still has some of the shimmer inside her but she's not like the evil twin. <laughs> not not now. Not yet. Not yet. Yes. All right, Kate. I have so many things. <laughs> I have so many things I need to talk about. Tell me. <laughs> okay. Okay. So this is the scientific things. I made a list. Some of these we already talked about, but of why this fucking doesn't make sense. Like the premise itself does not make sense. Like even the very specific things that we already talked about with like red blood cells not doing mitosis, like Yeah, but there are big parts of this movie that don't make sense. Like the fact that let's say, sure, this is somehow refracting DNA and causing mutation. That shit is not immediate. You can't go from being a bear to not a normal bear in a matter of minutes. It's not going to even happen in three years or even one generation. Like that's not how mutation works. And that pissed me off. I don't have a problem with that. Just don't call it refraction. That's a whole other thing. That's the thing. It's like, if you call it refraction, now I'm like, fuck that. That's wrong. That's wrong. But that's even incorrect. if you call it mutation, that's wrong. Yeah, call it something just different. Just have it just be assimilating into it. Just have it be like blurring ding, ding, ding. into each other. No one says the word assimilation in this whole movie because I think they don't yes. want to admit that that's a more apt title than annihilation. Um, yeah. But that's... Oh, that's a good one. That's what it's doing. I like that. Yeah. It's yeah. assimilating into their DNA. It's almost like herpes virus. You know, like herpes will like 
put its <laughs> DNA yeah. into oh, our that's DNA. A good one. And that's why like yeah. people who have cold sores, if you it's like latent yeah, forever. Herpes is forever. And like if you have cold sores, it's not like whenever you don't have a cold sore, it's not because you don't have herpes virus anymore. It's just like laying dormant, but it's like integrated yes. into your DNA. Kate is a herpes expert. I am. I did a lot of research in herpes. <laughs> I did. That was one of my research projects. Uh, when Kate's I was, like, yeah, I am. I am. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of I different kinds of herpes virus out there, and but they all do that, which is really interesting. They could have, but like that's like they could have been like, oh, it's like like re- like rearranging the proteins, like it's right. rearranging our like DNA to create new proteins. But not even the DNA, like the physical aspects of your body and the physical aspects of something else. Sure. Okay. Magically happening. Sure. I'm there for it. Don't fucking try to explain this shit with science. That doesn't make fucking sense. I I didn't like that. They were like knowing the whole time. Like, oh. I hox yeah. genes. I'm like, shut the fuck up. You don't know what's going on. Don't bring on. hox genes into don't this shit. Don't bring hox genes no. in. <laughs> you don't know what's going on. <laughs> Literally, that's why my teaser was like, Natalie Portman does magical science things. Because it's like not science. <laughs> it's not. Okay. It's magic. It's magic, science, <laughs> physics. Uh, all right. The other thing I talk about in here is the fact that hybrids are sterile. Even if this is a fucking hybrid, <laughs> it's not going to perpetuate itself. Because ligers are sterile and mules are sterile. Yeah, that's true. That's the offspring true. stops there, guys. I, I love that these are the things that bother you. I'm annoyed. Yeah, I get it. I, it's I not get a mutant. It. I get it. It's not a fucking mutant. Stupid. <laughs> Just call it something else. Do you have anything else like annoying, specifically scientific from this before we talk about other stuff? No. Okay, not anything okay. specific. A lot of viral okay. moments, but... Oh, there's a lot, yes. But if you don't remember things past high school science, which is fair, because, again, I don't remember shit of, like, high school history. This is high school like, science. It's fun. It's a fun movie, unless you have any training past, like, high school or, like, basic science in college that you forgot. If you're dumb, and you're love this movie. No, that's not what we mean. If you just don't remember the specifics of all these things, you're like, sure. And it's fun. And you want to believe it. I wanted to I believe, believe it, it too. So bad. I wanted to believe it so hard. I just like that at the end, it like had nothing to do with what it's like. They ex- exactly. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to even keep talking about it. They explain it wrong. Like they, they could have explained yeah. it just completely different it and it would have been fabulous. Or just don't explain just it. Don't. don't explain just, it. Don't just stop know. talking. Just shh, shh. shut your mouth and go find a bear. On one hand, I do understand why they said, like, why it was trying to be so science heavy in regards to, like, mutants and, like, mitosis. And I get that because this psychological premise, it it's supposed to mirror that, I think. So we can talk about the psychological stuff now. Let's go. About specifically the movie. So this movie is about self-destruction. Yeah. Annihilation. Annihilation at a cellular level and also at an organism level. So the self-destruction, which the word means apoptosis, yeah. the word is apoptosis, which is cellular programmed death. Which is not what happens in this. Right. But that's the idea is like things are self-destructing to create new because the cell chooses to do this mm-hmm. because it knows that it's harmful and that it's going to disrupt other bigger things. So it plans its own programmed death. And the idea is like, it's a bad thing, but it creates a good thing because it's killing itself mm-hmm. for a good reason. And the lack of apoptosis is cancer. Yeah. That's what cancer is. It's when the telomeres never end and your cell never dies. 
Did you notice that she was reading a book in one of the flashbacks? Did you notice what book she was reading? No, I didn't read that. What was it? <laughs> the Immortal Life of Henrietta Lacks. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Okay. Which I'm like, LOL, why is she reading this book? But I guess it could be entertaining for someone who's into that stuff. Have, but I read that. No, I know. But I mean, like, she seems like she's above that is what I'm saying. Yeah, it seems like but, she already understands the basics yeah. of cell lines. It <laughs> seems like it's she'd be a, ahead of that book. But if you guys haven't read this book, it's basically about an African-American woman named Henrietta Lacks, who was alive a few decades ago. And she in the 60s, I'm had sure. a cervical cancer tumor. Hmm? It was like in the 60s, I thought. Yeah, yeah. Old. Um. A cervical cancer tumor that was biopsied and submitted, I believe, obviously for to tell whether or not it was cancer. And then they found that it was cancer. But for some reason, her cells were certain type of malignant so that they just never stopped dividing, like never, ever, ever, which is why it's called Immortal Life of Henrietta Lacks. But the book itself is about not only that, but also the fact that like she never gets any compensation, even though so many labs still to this day mm -hmm. across the country are using her cells to do studies on like cancer studies. They also didn't ask her, they didn't get her consent. They don't get her consent. She never gets any compensation for it. Or her family. And she was like not a super wealthy woman either. And she probably could have used the money and it's just fucking bullshit to treat her cancer. Yeah, exactly. So that's what the book is about. So the book is about cancer and the lack of apoptosis, which plays into the whole theme, which I think and is very medical cool. ethics. <laughs> yes. Very cool. I like that there's a central theme. You know how I love that shit. Yeah, so do. that's at kind of the cellular level. But then we go to the organism level, which is the main characters and how they all have some sort of propensity for self-destruction mm -hmm. in their previous lives. And also the fact that they go on a quote unquote, suicide mission or what could be a suicide mission, yeah. you know, quote unquote. So like we mentioned, Cass, her daughter had leukemia and Josie, we didn't talk about this, yeah. but has scars on her arms from cutting. And she actually starts changing into a plant from the scars first. That was so pretty. on her forearms, yeah, she has like little seedlings. And as she's changing, that's like where the majority of the plant starts growing from. Mm -hmm. um, and at some point, Lena asks if Josie was trying to kill herself to Dr. Ventress. And Dr. Ventress says, no, she was trying to feel alive, which is cool because it's like she's kind of creating this scenario in which it's self-destruction, not for the sake of destruction, but to, you know, do something and maybe change the way your mind is thinking, which I think is a big reason why people do that. Yeah. I, I would feel like a, like the person working at Johns Hopkins would know that and not be so blunt about. Yeah. And not ask stupid fucking she's questions. trying to kill herself. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is what I mean by like the dialogue. It's not. Well, yeah. I mean, what they needed was consultants. Yeah, <laughs> they yeah. didn't have that. Alex Garland was like, I'm not asking anybody for shit. This is my book. Yes, this is yes. my movie. Yeah. They were just like, it's fine. We'll Google it. We'll be our own consultants. <laughs> it's like, no. Okay. You aren't doing well. But, and then we know Dr. Ventress has cancer and that she knew she was dying. So that was kind of like her thing, I guess. And then. <laughs> I'm sorry. So I don't, blunt. I don't know if that's like. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like the most simple of all of them. It's just like cuz cancer. It's like Well, they needed someone who was like reckless and like willing to do anything for this mission. And that was their premise for like her having this A little bit of a weak like, premise. 
a very shallow, yeah. very shallow surface level. Yeah, but they also wanted to tie cancer into it yeah. any way they could me, because it fits the theme. Trust me, I <laughs> they know. They were like, we'll give her cancer. Oh, and I was like, all right, God. sure. That's like superficially satisfying. Sure. Okay. And then we have Anya, the addict, quote unquote. I <laughs> Which hate that. It is, it is annoying, but it's also like, I get why they said it because drinking is a form of self-destruction when Mm -hmm. you do it to that extent. So we get that's like her way of Mm self-destructing, whatever. So let's talk about Lena and Kane now and why they're there. And this is something we didn't really talk about because it's not super relevant, but sort of relevant in this context. Mm -hmm. But so throughout the time Lena is in the shimmer, she's having flashbacks to when her husband, like right before he went missing or right before he went into the shimmer himself, she was having an affair with her colleague. So the colleague that invited her to hang out with him at the beginning of the movie, like he has like two lines him and, and his wife, he's married. She's also married. They're having an affair. They both work at Johns Hopkins and she's having flashbacks about cheating. And during one of the flashbacks, she says something about how she thinks Kane knows that she's cheating on him. So I think that there's the implication that Kane agreed to go on this mission because he was upset that she was cheating on him. Mm -hmm. And then her agreeing to go, like there is a line where instead of her being like, someone says like, why are you going? Instead of her being like, I love Kane and I want to help him. She says, I owe him. Yeah. So I think she's doing it out of guilt. Yeah. Out of guilt and to kind of, you know, try to make herself feel better about what happened because she hates herself. And there's literally an entire line where she's like, I hate myself. Go to therapy. (laughs) And they keep they keep flashing back to this douchey got coworker dude. I'm like, who fucking cares? Did you just see what just this girl just turned into a bush? Can we like who fucking cares? I needed it. I needed it for character development. I didn't need it. I liked it just... I wanted it because I want there to be a list where they all have something and I need Lena to have something and I need Kane to have something. My something would be my husband's in there. That's not a self-destructive point though. And the point is they all have self-destructive points because all organisms do, even at the cellular level. That's the whole point of this movie. (laughs) I love it. I liked it. I didn't like it. I liked it. But it's also complex because it's like self-destruction obviously in itself has a bad connotation, but the point of the movie is to make you rethink self-destructive habits and self-destruction in general, because it's not meant to destroy. It's just meant to build yourself into something new or to change your perspective or something like that. So it's kind of like trying to redirect the negative connotation of that, which I thought was cool. I think that's an interesting way of thinking about things. And I never really thought about it that way. Yeah. I guess I didn't think about it that way either. Yeah. Okay, I get it. I get it. Kind of interesting. All right. All right. (laughs) All right. Now we have a section called stuff I don't understand. (laughs) Did you notice the tattoos? There's three characters that have the same tattoo and sometimes they have it and sometimes they don't. It's annoying. It's well, no, that's on purpose. It's the Ouroboros, right? Which ties into what you're talking about. Yes, I'm talking about the infinity snake eating its own tail. Yes. Yes. What I don't understand. Did you know which three characters have it? Uh, Gina has it. Um, Kane has it and she has it in the interrogation room. The main character does. I thought that the soldier getting That's cut what it is. Well, has he it. has it because you see it on the wall whenever his body's decomposing. Right. I thought Kane had it at some point. Maybe he didn't. 
I yeah, I think it's the soldier that is getting his abdomen cut open. A whole square of it. Which I'm like, cool. I think I would have liked it better if he did not have it and it was just Lena and Anya who had it. That would have been better for me because that would have been like her getting scrambled with Anya. Yeah. I would have liked that. But I didn't understand how she had it and also the soldier had it because she had it before they even went into the shimmer. Anya did. Yeah, that's where I got confused because... Yeah, because that, that, that's why I forgot about the soldier, because at first I was like, oh, that's kind of sweet that like she got scrambled with Anya. Yeah. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. That's annoying to me. Yeah, that is annoying. I don't and like they, it. And they like <laughs> they, make it, they make the tattoo very obvious. Like she's like reaching for water. She draws attention yeah. to it. She's like yeah. looking at it. I would have loved it if the soldier didn't have it. I just wanted her and Anya to be scrambled together because yeah. I think that was kind of cool. Yeah, same. And redemption for Anya. Yeah. Anyway, okay, I'm done. I'm done rambling about this movie. <laughs> I really like this movie. I've been asking Kate to do it for four years. That's why I rambled about it for so long. And Sorry. to be clear, I really <laughs> like this movie. Yeah. I enjoyed this movie. I was really excited to watch it again. I own this movie. <laughs> yes, it's so good. So like I went to go watch it. I'm just like, pull it on up. Love it. It's one of my movies. Yeah. Is it perfect? Obviously not. Absolutely not. <laughs> Are we here for it? Yes. Yes. Is it pretty? <laughs> Absolutely yes. Are you going to be super visually entertained? Oh, yeah. 100%. Oh, yeah. Big time. <laughs> if you like aliens and wah, 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 that kind of noise. Oh, yes. Yeah. That's a good noise. Like it's it. from TikTok. Yeah, I know. I watched this with Rachel and she was like, I've heard this yes. sound before. I was like, they use it on TikTok. Anytime they show anything weird, this is the soundbite they use and it's from this movie. So when I know it from TikTok, well, I knew it from Annihilation first, but then I saw it on TikTok, but it's more of like jokey making fun of stuff. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> well, everything on TikTok yeah. is jokey making fun everything of stuff. Everything on my TikTok, at least. <laughs> yeah, same. I guess that's true. Well, this is tough then because like... Well, first of all, well, I guess I need to guess that because I don't know how this movie yeah. did. Guess how people feel about it. <laughs> I'm going to say that critics struggled with this movie for all the reasons that we said and gave it like a, but appreciated Alex Garland as, because, you know, Alex Gar Garland is like a little Oscar darling and liked his vision. I'm going to say critics gave this like, and I put a lot of thought into this, like a 65. And then I'm going to say audiences liked it less. I can see people having no patience for this. I'm going to give it like a 57. People having no patience. Yeah. You're actually pretty off. This is probably the most off I've ever seen you be. Fuck. Yeah. What is it? So audience is 66. That's higher than I thought. Okay. Critics are 88. Spit take. I'm so sorry. Like an eight and an eight. Yes. Like two eights next to each other. Yeah. Did they watch the same movie I did? A snake tattoo next to a snake tattoo. Well, I was thinking of like two Ouroboros. <laughs> so they just glossed over. Well, that's the thing though, Kate. If you think about who is making, you know, these critics, who are these critics? Like they're not people that have like a lot of scientific. And that's like, I feel like the big thing that ruined it for us oh. is like the lack of scientific accuracy. Maybe we're being biochem snobs. I just don't even I know think it. that's true. That's why I'm like trying. I'm trying to be like, you guys, it's fine if we're the only ones with this opinion. Like, it's OK if you don't know it. And I'm like, no, it's not. <laughs> this is basic shit. Yeah. OK, maybe it isn't. And maybe I'm a douche. I'm sorry. People like it. It's visually stunning and it's very entertaining and it has Natalie Portman in it. And it's got oh, great character development yeah. and it's got deeper meaning. So, you know, they love that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. OK. You would think it would have done better in the box office then. Maybe they just like advertised it completely wrong. 
Well, audiences didn't like it. I mean, 66 is it's not bad, the, actually. It's not a great movie. And I know it's classified as horror or whatever, but technically not horror. Like, I mean, there's like one horror scene and there's like violence and like, yeah, there's a couple. But it's not like, you know, it's not terrifier too. <laughs> it's not really scary, you know? So I don't know. I feel like no, more than usual groups of people that like horror would like this. I think it's more mainstream. Okay. So it's surprising. But I will say that my mom, when I said I looked up texts about it, she texted me. She's like, it was, it was meh. <laughs> meh? Jewel said it was meh. I would have expected people to either like really like it or really not like it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess we're mixed, aren't we? But I would never say meh. Yeah, I agree. Strong opinions one way or the other. Yeah, it's a lot in both directions. Yes. Just oscillates Mm -hmm. from like terrible to wonderful, just back and forth. Yeah. Constantly. Yeah. Scrambles us. Absolutely. (laughs) I feel scrambled. I feel scrambled. Okay. um, I feel (laughs) scrambled after hearing that rating. So I wonder what you're going to give it. Oh gosh. Yes. I know. I just changed my answer. Like I always write down what I think I'm going to say. And then after like doing it, I feel more strongly one direction or the other. And I end up changing. Did you drop it down? <laughs> Last minute. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's because we're not in front of yes. it. Like that's the thing. It's like when it's in front of you, it's like, Ooh, I know. immersive and beautiful. And you can forgive all of these things that we've said, but when you reflect on yes. it, it's like, ah, oh, okay. Okay. <sighs> all right. All right. I'll go into my spiel first, I guess, even though everyone already kind of knows my spiel because I've been talking nonstop. But (laughs) I love this movie. It's one of my favorite movies. Like one of my I identify this movie as one of my favorites because I love how visually stunning it is. I love that it's a psychological thriller. I like that there's deeper meaning. I like that it took me a long time to get there. Like every time I watched it, there's like a new layer. I didn't understand it fully the first time. And I think it's creepy as fuck. I like that there's like this giant floating spooky orb at the end. Yeah. And it's just like this cool, like humanoid thing, like not what I was expecting. It's really hard to predict. It's so gorgeous in every way. Like I love animals and plants, obviously. Mm -hmm. And it's fucking gorgeous. And I love Natalie Portman. Love her. This movie is a 10 out of 10 for me. (gasps) Like my, my favorite movie, 10 out of 10, but... I will say if I'm grading this on like a horror movie, what I think compared to other horror movies scale, I was going to say like an eight out of 10 Okay, because it loses a few points for being scientifically inaccurate for no reason, but it does gain a point because of all the psychological shit that was very entertaining for me to think about. So eight out of 10 red blood cells undergoing mitosis for no reason. very good score man you're just like throwing out these 10 out of 10s and I, i'm not expecting them 10 out of 10 for me but 8 out of 10 for the club okay i'm gonna i agree with everything you said i found a lot of the science stuff to be pretty unforgivable just because you could have googled it and picked something better um yeah i thought natalie portman was great i had a very big problem with gina rodriguez's character it really took me <sighs> out of the movie i know i'm sorry the best part of the movie guys. i didn't like her in the movie i thought she was i didn't i thought that her acting was just amazing wrong i just thought it was like Ugh. like every single line i was like i don't like how you did that line i would have done it completely different but you know potato tomato we all have our own biases and i guess i just have a bias against gina rodriguez that i didn't know i had i'll probably love her in something <laughs> else but i just in this movie didn't like it she's in something now she's in some like thriller thing now for i her. forget what it's called and, like i thought yeah. like her monologue it was like i know that you're a good actress i just don't like how you're delivering these lines like i just didn't like it 
Um, oh, I loved it. I love, I, I love the plants. I love the animals. I feel like you don't see, I feel like people don't have the budget or the guts to do things with plants and animals like that. And I feel like yeah. whenever it did commit, it did a really, really good job. And it showed me things that I hadn't seen in any other movie before. I agree with you with what you said about it not being predictable at all. Like it wasn't. And I really enjoyed the ending a lot. Um, but it was it was problematic. So overall, I'm going to give it six out of ten. Shalligators. Shalligators. Yeah. Yes. I own this movie. Like I own, probably own like twelve movies. <laughs> That's the thing. Is like it's so good when you're watching it, and then afterwards you're like, I have so many problems with it. Yeah, it's like I just want to go back and tweak some of it i know i know so much potential so much potential but yeah yeah my other item was gonna be scream bears but i no. saved that for you i'm already scared i can't i literally <laughs> got up and shut the door in case there was like a bear walking up the stairs what no God. i was so scared the thought of like hearing like someone that i care about like screaming from the mouth of like this horrific beast yeah that's kind of scary no really scary the thought of doing all of that to save my husband and then just finding a video of him blowing himself up and realizing that i'm trying to rescue an alien horrifying that's the problem kate there's too much empathy on your end i'm just like (laughs) cool you're like this sucks i don't want to hear my husband scream as he dies if that ever happened to me if i get killed by the screen bear i'm going to say something funny as i'm dying please do that way, when it comes for you, you can hear my voice Just trying like, to make you laugh. Make like a fart noise with your armpit. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I want you to do. Do it so that I get a good chuckle in my final moments as your bear yeah, form that's, is ripping that's my throat the goal. out. That's yeah. Good. I'm like, ah, that's a good one. Rip my throat out. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be walking, farting through the woods. It's all for you, Kate. <laughs> it's all for you. <laughs> That's a true Thank friend you. right there, club members. That's a good one. Yeah. Gotta get you one it'll of these. It'll take a lot of focus, but it'll be worth it. <laughs> it'll be totally worth it. <laughs> okay. So I'm going over to our scoreboard on our website, on our sexy website that Ariana made us at nightlighthorrormovieclub.com. And I don't, um, I don't know. I don't know where this goes. I'm thinking low, if I'm being honest. And again, I love this movie. I think that 50s, 40s or 50s is very reasonable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm thinking 40s, actually. I'm down for 40s. That's right in the middle. Yeah. We have like over 90 movies at this point on the scoreboard. I'm going to say 40s is pretty good and represents a good balance of this is good, but flawed. I think that this is going to be 48 for me, which is below Silent Night, Deadly Night and Drag Me to Hell and all that goofy shit I like. Killer Clowns. Blair Witch, but above like Texas Chainsaw, above Evil Dead. I'm down with that. Right in the middle. You know what? I take it back. I think I like this better than Drag Me to Hell. I think I like it. I don't like it better than Silent Night, Deadly Night. 47, final offer. That's totally fine. Okay. And I I like this movie. Everyone, if you're listening and you made it this far, please go watch it. I really think it's worth a watch. Just don't take it seriously. (laughs) I agree completely. Like, I think it's definitely worth it. It's just that. You have to suspend your disbelief in regards to the science part of things, which is totally fair. You just have to do it and just be ready for it. <laughs> just be ready for it. Okay. If you guys watch this and you didn't have a problem with it and you think that I'm being just like an incendiary science douche, please email <laughs> us. Let me know. It's nightlighthorrormovieclub at gmail.com and let me know what you think. Yeah. Let us both know. Yeah. yeah. Tell us. Tell us why we're douchebags. Yeah, tell it. Tell us that we're douchebags. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's enough annihilation for one. I feel annihilated. Same. My brain is so fried. <laughs> I made the mistake of 
preparing for this right before. Scrambled. Yeah, scrambled. <laughs> Immediately before. Immediately before. So yeah, I'm my DNA and brain are sufficiently scrambled. So I'm gonna go like take it down a notch, have some herbal tea. Uh, and recover for our 100th episode. Oh my gosh. Yeah. We still have to figure out what we're going to do. We still don't know. So I don't know. Follow us on so- <laughs> our social media and see if we've made a decision because we'll, we probably want your input on that because that's coming up next, our 100th episode. I can't. I'm so excited. I can't even talk about yes. it. We'll talk about it then. I'm so excited. <laughs> can't wait. Same. I'm so excited. Yay. Help us. Help us figure it out though. Help us. <laughs> well, until next time, you guys, stay spoopy. Stay spoopy. Stay spoopy.